I don't have anything to say. About this show. It was quite possibly the best show ever. Yeah, me and Logan got to run the Rooster Endo, and I think we killed it. We talked about all of our sponsors. That was an important. Check that. I had Steve Cristini on the show, and did you learn anything about all-wheel drive motorcycles? It might be the future. It might be the future. So if you want to be part of the future, pay attention to our sponsors and listen to what's coming up next. Cool, calm, and collected is what Matt called it. Yeah. I like to call it a, a S show, and uh, Cooper likes to say really complicated words that you put up in the chat. My name is Jimmy Lewis. This is Matt Mattoon next to me and uh, Cooper Luke over there. We sometimes call him Cletus. Tech Talk Taco Tuesday show number 150. Last show was so good with Big John, I had to double up on co-hosts. Yeah, yeah. Double trouble. Double the trouble. So we are also live on uh, Instagram. That's what I'm doing right here. We just got done with the Tech Talk Taco Tuesday pre-show. And I know uh, George wishes he knew about this, but he doesn't. It's top secret. Mark Daniels is probably going to join on here and tell us he's on TTTTT. He'll remind us of that again. I believe but, he will. But don't worry. I'm, I'm prepared. I've got tonight's tequila. Oh, uh, those art days. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm in the shot here with you. Yeah, that's good. It's a two up. We'll call that, it. That, that, that camera yeah. got a little, little this, knock there. This will be uh, the Tech Talk Taco and Tequila Tuesday um, drink of tonight. I only did bring one thing up. That one? Yeah. yeah. It's always that showing. Yeah, it shows the background. Now it's going to show extra crap. You no, no. broke it, Matt. I didn't Look, break it. This, is, just, this, this junk over here you. is not part of the stage. Well, Fix it. He just doesn't want to be a, the bananas <laughs> in the shot. Right. I should not be that so, much in so the if you, if you know how it, if you know how it works, you ask questions. We try to give you answers. Uh, tonight on the show, we have Steve Cristini from Cristini All-Wheel Drive mm -hmm. uh, joining us. We're going to talk about some... Two-wheel drive motorcycle stuff, and in motorcycles, two-wheel drive is all-wheel drive. Mm -hmm. Are we going to talk about that awesome bike that you we're were going to just talk? You, you were just putting it down on the endo board. You were putting it like right next to the three-wheeler. No, I, I didn't. I, I, I'm not going to defend myself, but here's what I really did. That I don't like fat cats. <laughs> okay. I don't like. I don't like. Um, and by fat cat, I'm talking about a motorcycle, right? Right, right. Okay. I don't really like the Yamaha TW200 that much. Okay. And I like a Rokon for what it's worth. Okay. Actually, you can watch me on uh, some some garage pickers show or something that I did a I did a guest appearance on. I talked about Rokons and I told the guy it wasn't worth nearly what he thought it was worth, and they mm -hmm. wanted to they basically wanted to get rid of me real quick. Oh. I, I think that I think that so so consistently. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of big, fat, tired bike. I don't care. I've seen those things like with CR 500 motors in them. And mm -hmm. just because it's CR 500 motor, and it didn't mean that I automatically was going to like it because mm -hmm. I'm consistent. Right. I'm consistent. Right. So yeah, Steve's going to talk about his latest creation. That's what actually got us. Uh, it went on Facebook and it went a little viral. They are producing those things. Mm -hmm. So he'll, he'll talk about that. That's cool. Uh, again, your favorite segment, Rooster End will come up later in the show. This show, Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, number 151, is brought to you by Yamaha, Takamoto, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, Fast Company, Seat Concepts, and Bulletproof Designs. We like all of those companies. Mm -hmm. We use their products. Actually, we, we reached out to them uh, to, to sponsor the show because I want to be able to organically talk about their stuff. How much of that stuff did you use today? 
I did not use any of that stuff. Zero. Today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I use zero. How, how about how about you, Cooper? Uh, I put no nothing. You you didn't. Yeah. I don't think you. Uh, wait. What, no. I'm thinking you did. We did a little work on motorcycles today. Yeah. I didn't really use much of it either. Actually, I did. I do the Taco Moto product that we're going to talk about is the TMC fork wrap signals. Did you call up that? Um, sheet on the thing so i so i know the retail price and i need to know what that little thing i think that's the resistor in there that makes them work with your so they're plug and play it does look a little does kind of look like a resistor every bike last week on rooster endo had those things on there yeah so i had to get some so i could talk about them and show them i haven't used them so it's mm -hmm. well i i mean it's pretty simple that it's a turn signal that clips on your fork leg and you plug it in and play it and it's a turn signal so it can't be that complicated right so we'll talk about it and then maybe i'll plug it into one of my bikes that i've snapped turn signals off of which means almost every one <laughs> hi everybody how you doing out there um george wants to send us stars to comment oh did facebook ask you if you wanted to send star did somebody change the facebook settings to where now we make money i thought you did that oh somebody no i didn't Somebody oh. makes money on, on our Facebook account. Well, it isn't us. Yeah. I have an adverse effect to making money. Even George <laughs> would admit that. So yeah, if you want to get to the front of the list, actually there's a way it's on YouTube too, where yeah, you can super chat. Yeah. You do super chat and you're what it puts you to the front of the line or we, we promise to answer your question if you donate enough money. Yeah. It highlights your, it highlights your, your question and your message. Huh? I, I know about this from, some well, other stuff you're other getting products. you're getting this show for free right right but you can donate to your show to support them okay rusty nail says you get for four bucks you get 200 stars okay so how how much uh, let's say let's say rusty just out of curiosity if you just gave me 200 stars it, would the screen blow up with 200 scars would like would they literally there's so many stars would they not be able to they, they'd have to blow up out of the screen not quite entirely sure how it works. I think we so have to set up how some many, API stuff. So how many of that 400 bucks would I get? Four bucks. Four no, bucks. you get more than that. You probably no. get two. So if, you, two. if it's 200 bucks, you're probably going to, oh, that four bucks, you're probably going to get two bucks. Two bucks. Maybe, maybe more. I, I know you, I know, I only oh, know he's the gonna do it. numbers. He, yeah. We're, wait, there's no way we're worth four bucks, yeah, Rusty. Are. I think it needs to tilt up a little bit. Yeah, I think it needs to go up just a tad. But I don't know. I'm not the camera operator. We're adjusting cameras here. Yeah. But what I would do is if is I would just hop on my phone and Did you get all the ums yet? Logan. No, I'm not good at catching them. Yeah. <laughs> they sound so normal. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey everybody that's on the Instagrams, do we have any questions there yet? I was gonna answer their questions first. I was gonna be nice. Ooh, I was slacking. There was a question. Hey, even though oh, I yeah, didn't Cooper. use any fast company products, I have a box of fast company stuff coming for my new Yamaha Tenere 700. Oh, nice. Yeah, because that, that bike will get, I'm sure it, I'm gonna do things one at a time. I'm gonna do kind of a build, mm -hmm. a, a project build on that. And I'm gonna do things sort of as I need to do them. I have, a, I know what I wanna do to it, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna ride it. And then I'm just one thing at a time, just say, I need to do this first and second because I really want to know because I don't know. I want to know what the most important. I'm going to ride it. I want to know what the most important thing to do is. I know what it mm -hmm. is right now. What is that? I need to pluck the rubber things out of the stock foot pegs. 
Okay, you know, that was the first thing that stood out to me when I went over. That it was there. Yeah, I was like, oh, those are coming off. That bike is absolutely 100% box stock. And, mm-hmm. but that's the way I like to start testing things and try things. So, it's, right. so that I know, I already know I'm going to do it, but I'm going to go ride it. I'm going to ride it with the rubber things on so I can mm-hmm. feel the vibration reducing characteristics. And then I'm going to try to find a water hole, which actually this today would mm-hmm. not be hard to do. Maybe tomorrow they'll all be gone. They'll vaporize. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. But then I'll know exactly why I want to take them out. So uh, if you guys have, um, and George is going to send me five cents directly. So you're going to flick a nipple, nickel at me. Boy. Oh, man. Uh, we have the guy that's in Zoom. We have a guy that's in Zoom. Yeah. Oh, Steve's logged in. I think so. We should get to it. Okay. So you, do, you, do you know exactly how to, how to bring him in? Yeah. That's good. And then do you know how to bring him up on the little mini screen? That? There, there you go. He's right there. Well, make, it, make it full screen too? So view? No, 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 no. Click view. This is how we do this show right here. Um, <laughs> good thing you don't have a microphone on, even though you do. What do you do? Yeah. Is that? That's this microphone. This is the producer. Mike. Hey, oh, Steve, hey, how Steve. you doing? Hi. You can't see me yet, can you? Can you hear me? No, we see your name on the screen. Yeah, but we don't well, hear you. Well, there you go. Hear you. You're going to get we, me uh, in the middle of the <laughs> darkness. I'm on my roof because I got a... Five-year-old is still keeping me, uh, keep, keeping me going. But you, you can get the city, Philadelphia city background going. How's that sound? That's not good. That is That's awesome. Perfect. Hey, uh, Steve Christine, welcome to Tech Talk Talk on Tuesday. So, as you know, we, well, I, I might have been bagging on your latest baby. Uh, my co-host uh, at the time was super stoked on it, and and your he, producer, and your produ- my producer Matt, who was sitting next to me, they were all really excited about the the new Christini. So what what caused this? <laughs> <laughs> what caused this? That's actually pretty funny. Yeah, um, we'd actually been talking about this for a long time. Um, I mean, probably six, seven, eight years or something. Because as you know, I mean, it was always hard for us to kind of go up against the big guys. So we we always thought that our bike was more geared towards a utility vehicle in the first place, and. Um, you know, so we always had this in the back of our mind, but a lot of it had to do with our, um, the new projects we're working on with electric vehicle stuff and the military. So that's actually what, um, kind of propelled this into going into, into this world. So <laughs> what, what caused it? I mean, you know, all wheel drive has always been synonymous more with utility than with motorcycles, obviously, because we, we've always been the weird guys. We always talk about that, but, um, as you know, Jimmy, um, the tech actually works. It just has its spots where it works really well. And then it has its spots where, you know, it's, it's something else on the bike. So, um, you know, in our situation, we just always thought that if we could make this the ultimate hunting outdoor utility machine, that would probably be the best spot for it. So that's, you know, that's kind of where, where it went. So, um, yeah, interesting, interesting. So give everybody a little bit about your background. You were not a motorcycle rider. You came from the bicycle side. And so kind of so did the, yeah. you, the patents you have, the all-wheel drive ideas that you guys have. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people just assume that we were all moto guys. Um, a couple of us were. Obviously, we've got guys involved like Wally, Wild Wally who's been with us, not with the company, but, you know, integral parts since the beginning. But, um, 
I started out in the mountain bike industry. In fact, Jeff Ringlay, if any mountain bike guys are out there, Sun Ringlay components, he, he uh, worked with us for years. Um, we did a lot of development. We actually worked with Gary Fisher. We worked with Trek. Um, we worked with, uh, we almost got acquired way back when by Raleigh to be, um, the lead design group for Diamondback when they go Diamondback. So we were bicycle guys and, um, the tech was always one of those things that we, we knew had a application when you put power behind it. And, um, so we, I, you know, I think we met at the bicycle show, right, Jimmy, wasn't it like, uh, 20 plus years ago at Interbike, I think in, in Vegas, I think that's when we first met. I, I um, don't, re I don't recall. I, I, I just, the, the first um, time, I mean, I definitely know I saw you a few times at Interbike because I would always yeah. go there to look at the weird, the weirdness. And you know what? I think, <laughs> well, I, I think, I think <laughs> before I met you, I saw your motorcycle in a bicycle booth and I'm like, Holy That's, crap! There, there's yeah. and 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 that was right about the same time that Yamaha kind of, you know, started showing around that hydraulically driven um, all-wheel drive motorcycle. Of course, I was familiar with the Rocon from just the, the like the hunting utility utilitarian, um, you know, survivalist yeah. stuff. So th that was it. But yeah, I think I saw the bike, and then I somehow tracked you down or got a hold of you because I wanted to test it, and that thing was a cobbled together. Yeah. CRF 450R that was uh, still in the shop. It's still, it's still right there next to my desk. It's uh, yeah, that's still, that's exactly where you saw it because we were at Interbike. Um, we built that prototype just kind of as a um, talking thing, just, you know, kind of like something you'd see at a car show, not really with any full intention of going down that direction. But what happened was we um, were at that show and along with people like yourself, uh, four guys with fake name tags came walking in her booth and they were actually the president of Honda us. Um, the lead engineer for Honda Japan that built the CRF platform, um, the engine platform who couldn't speak any English. And he was freaking out because he chopped his bike up. So he, uh, <laughs> he literally was like looking at it. Like he thought it was awesome, but he was also like, what'd you do to my bike? But, um, but that actually, we, at that show, before that show ended, we signed an NDA and started talking to Honda. This is 2003, almost 20 years ago. So that's what kicked the motorcycle thing off. And we were like, well, if these guys are interested in looking at it, and they were just really fishing for tech and seeing what we did. Um, but then it went from there to, um, obviously, we started doing Honda conversions first. We did like Last Man Standing with Jeff Aaron and a bunch of those guys extreme enduros which is kind of along the lines of this fat machine where you know this um big wheel bike you know utility more you know extreme stuff but then then we got in you know in bed with um ktm um did a lot of development with them for years uh you, you know you kind of follow that with with erzberg we raced with yeah. factory KTM actually team. jeff jeff aaron raced at erzberg as well and didn't he try romaniacs yeah. as well yeah, he did Romaniacs. He finished third in Romaniacs. We, um, Kyle Redman and him finished fourth and no fifth and sixth in, in the first uh, Erzberg. And at that, that's actually when we we signed on with KTM because I met um, Stefan Pierre, the, the CEO there, because we beat both. Um, I guess it was Yuha Yuha Solomon, right? Is mm -hmm. that him? Like back in the day, and Chris Birch. 
um, was new on the scene, but they were both racing for the factory and Jeff and Kyle, who nobody ever heard of before, at least over there, like smoked both of those guys on our bikes. So that's what, um, that's what propelled us to start talking and working with KTM. And then that, that went pretty near, I mean, we actually had an acquisition, um, you know, we basically were in the process of rolling that in to be a production KTM 300 all wheel drive. It would be a model on extension. Um, and so that deal almost happened, but 2008 and all that stuff collapsed. Um, and we run back yeah. to the drawing. There's <laughs> a little so. economy thing that happened. And then a little economy I, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So and I, and I remember, so when I saw that bike, I said, I want to try it. And I guess the Honda R and D guys took a, took it out and did a little mm -hmm. test ride, which you, you know, now, you know, from doing this, I mean, the, the, yeah, they're technology fishing, but I rode that thing and I have no intention of wanting to produce it, you know, go into, go to, go to market with it or anything. I wrote it and said, there is something here. And, and right away we were, you know, we were talking and I'm like, why'd you put it on an R like on the motocross bike and <laughs> as an off-road thing. And I just started asking all these weird questions and, and I, I got right away. It's like, oh, he's he's not a moto guy, but he understands. <laughs> we didn't know what we were putting it on. We we're just making the tech work, right? <laughs> yeah, you yeah you understood that you understood the the technology so well because I kept saying, yeah, I feel like the rear rear wheel the the front wheel doesn't drive, and and I, and that is your saying when the rear wheel slips, the front wheel grips. Mm -hmm. Is that yeah? Is that, that, is, that's why. Yeah. And that's why we actually changed kind of the tagline on the website a few years ago because we got really tired of explaining to people that it's not like, they're like oh, it must take all this power. It must do all like we change it to tr active traction or traction control that works because it's not powering. As you know, it doesn't power the front wheel except when there's loss of traction. And what it does more than anything than powering the front wheel, the rear slips, it transfers power to the front. It keeps the rear from overspinning, allows that rear to regain traction because it's pulled forward just enough to regain traction. Then it automatically re releases. So it and, truly is a traction control system. More and, than every, and everybody thinks they go, man, I bet you that thing climbs hills great. And I would be the first person to tell you that it's probably one of the worst hill climbing bikes because <laughs> it, it really, what it, what it really does is it, it, when you're hill climbing, it shows you how out of balance you are. Cause you, you tend to turn the, you, you lose your balance and you turn the wheels and your rear wheels always spinning when you're doing steep hill climbs. And yeah. so your front wheels driving, but there's no weight on it. And when you lose traction in the back and that front wheel comes down and it's out of line, right. it pulls it you to, to one, it to one side or other, which is, which is, it, that's like one of the, the biggest weak points of the technology and everybody thinks that's where it works great. But I'll tell you where, it, and, and as you learn to ride it, and, I, and I, I have one of your 250F conversions, which which I love, and it takes me about 15 to 20 minutes to, rec, to realize, okay, I'm on an all-wheel drive bike. I have to do a couple things different. But if you've ever ridden one downhill, they're amazing <laughs> because, because like that's – yeah, because all of a sudden the front end doesn't push. You know, when you when you when you when you when you when you're going downhill and you give it a little bit of gas, it actually you know the front end actually because there's no weight on the rear wheel, it spins up, and usually it that doesn't that that doesn't do what you want it to, and either the front end tucks or dives. But all of a sudden now the front wheel's under power and it kind of pulls it out from underneath you. The, the if if you're going through trees, really tight narrow trees, and you have to turn the bike without leaning it, you can get the front wheel past what you want to go and then gas it. And then it actually tugs 
you know, tugs the bike around like around a tree or around a rock, which is kind of an interesting feeling phenomenon. But on uphills, if you ever come to a stop and then you need to get going again, like like on regular bikes, they just don't want to get going. That first right. like half a wheel roll, especially when you're up against like something that's like a little kicker or or a ledge that, you know, you, the, the back wheel is going to push the front wheel in into and then it's not going to want to climb over. It, it's going to want to stick. Well, the all wheel drive like just gives you that that first wheel, half a wheel roll that's priceless. And, and you yeah. know, there, so and I, I've always been a big believer in the technology and, and uh, um, you know, well, it, yeah, it adds weight. It, 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 yeah, it, well, it, it's complexity, all the things that everybody complains about, but so does four wheel drive in your car. Right. And so does, you know, with e-bikes and, you know, that, that's the thing with the bicycle tech. I mean, it, it, it always worked. It was always a matter of, it was, was the benefit worth the weight count penalty. But now with e-bikes being, so prevalent and the amount of weight in hunting bikes and things like that. I mean, we just, um, we actually just today uh, signed a deal with uh, the Danish uh, military to supply like there are bikes with them because they've, they've tested a ton of e-bikes, but it, they're using it as a utility machine. And it's, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of utility uses now that are becoming, um, you know, kind of ripe for what we've done a long time ago. I mean, we never, never could completely compete in a standard, you know, recreational mode, but the extreme enduros, of course, the, the bike does some pretty cool things, but how many people are crazy enough to, to do that at that level? Well, like, like you said, the hill climb benefits are, are there if you can dance on that thing like Jeff Aaron can right up a hill and that there's some cool videos still of him doing some amazing things, but how many riders are like that? Or, or, you know, very, even, yeah, right, very, very few. Very few, but then, right. but the, this is the one thing because we when we found in testing, you know, just with your, you know, when when you started producing the the Christini all wheel drive four fifty, just the production bike, we had a bunch of different guys ride it, and the guys that just stood out were novice level or beginner level riders. That it, it and and it was like kind of like when they started to fall over and they did what most people do, which is kind of gas it instead of them falling, continue falling over and getting out of control, yeah. the bike had this magic ability to kind of regain its balance because the rear, the rear end started losing traction, but there was still something left for the front end and it kind of pulled the bike. It acts like a, it's funny because an experienced guy goes, yeah, it feels like it has a steering stabilizer on it to a certain extent. And, and yeah. when a novice does something funny, usually they're, they're kind of falling. They're, they're, they're pretty much, on the way to the ground, they're going down. And then they, at the last second, when it wouldn't help to gas it, they gas it and the bike kind of pulls them back together. So mm -hmm. it has, yeah. I mean, so well, go ahead. You just, I was just going to say that, you know, what you just talked about with the novice thing, you know, partially answers this, uh, this big wheel project. It's, uh, you know, we thought it'd be cool because obviously they, there's a, there's a whole, a cult, I wouldn't know, maybe you'd even call it a cult following a big wheel. Oh like, yeah. You know, it's <laughs> just a lot of people. I mean, you know, we posted that thing on Facebook and within 12 hours, there was, you know, over 150 comments. Can and Logan put the, the picture the of that pictures. up? Is that easy? Oh yeah. For him? Yep. No. The Christini um, picture? Yeah. Put the Christini picture, the all wheel drive picture up on the screen. But yeah, I just want everybody that's, that's, that's uh, watching this to be able to figure out and see what, what we're talking about. Um, so yeah, no, no, yeah, there it is. Yeah, you got it. So it's going up there on the screen. 
Yeah. Um, oh, that thing is so, dope. Oh, shut up. It's so cool. <laughs> I think it's cool. Do you, do, does every there co-host you. I have think that's the bitch? No, that's, that's the reaction that everybody's seeing, Steve, is they go, wow, that's pretty cool. But everything about it's I, I i'm sitting here trying to tell everybody this is not weird this is something that should be on a lot of motorcycles especially adventure bikes and you do something you go and do something weird and everybody's like oh yeah bitchiest <laughs> thing ever and i'm like have you ever ridden i don't i kind of i do no i do i do want to ride it in some weird kind of strange fetish way just just to prove to myself that i'm right <laughs> dave donnelly right there right says he digs it dave go you can put an order in on him they're doing the pre-orders right now <laughs> yeah well, well we're yeah we're gonna we're we're just getting all the production schedule together because I, you know we kind of put that out exactly to to test the temperature and we got such an overwhelming thing i like i i can't i even responded to 100 plus inquiries about it and you know we're about to launch this whole campaign for our electric, uh, we, you know, we have this electric ATV hub motor thing. We're doing a hybrid version of that, that you're, you know, that big, um, you know, the big wheel that's going to have a gen set on it. We're doing a bunch of integrated things together, but like you said, we're like, we weren't even sure we were going to go into a full production mode with it, but it's pretty obvious we should just cause so many people want it, but it's not it, the, the, you know, one thing that a lot of people wanted to know, um, that I've, I've answered a few of these on the, the, the threads, but they wanted to, they said, Oh, it's not, it's cool, but you know, it'd be a lot more interesting if it was street legal. Well, you know, being a small manufacturer, we do have the ability and we have our VIND uh, dual sport uh, bike. So the plan as of right now is to build it on a dual sport chassis. Um, the difference will be the wide front end, obviously the triple clamps are different the chain, the setup, the way the tech works is all the same. We just finished a run, another run of a hundred sets of uh, drivetrain gears and stuff. So we're going to kind of tiptoe into this. Um, and then the swing arm, you know, I have to have this conversation later this week with the guys from um, BBC because they, it's just their rear kit. We didn't use any of their front stuff because we had to make our own, but you know, they were pretty excited. We did this and they're like, well, you know, let's, let's try to work together. A couple small companies, they, you know, maybe have them do the swing arms, so really what it would do is we'd probably be selling this with a couple wheel sets, one that had actually had a dual sport, maybe like a TW type of tire, something that, you know, is about a, still wide, but it'll come with a wider fork. And then you know, you'd I'd, be, able I'd to be willing to bet that it'll work better with that, with that tire wheel. Yeah. On I, 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 I think you might be right because honestly, we, we've <laughs> only done a couple of rides on this thing and it's, you know, there's, some, I, I mean, there's something exactly as the there's something similar to, or there's something called too much traction. <laughs> possibly, <laughs> It's a tractor. It really is. Yeah. Now, I mean, um, I mean, maybe if you're riding on the snow, I mean, or, you know, I, and, and like, you know, Dave Donnelly right here says, I'm taking that baby to Dumont. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's, yeah, it, I, it, I think, well, I'll it, tell you what, before you see it, we already have talked to Wally and they have, you know, he's got a couple of like local, ad hoc motocross tracks and a couple of different guys places that we're, we're going to, I'm going to, I just don't want him to kill himself, but you know how he rides. He's well, going to just try to do something dumb on it. Right swamp away. buggy racing, wild Willie Palmer at swamp buggy racing. I guarantee you just take him there and, and, and talk to the promoter. Say, I got this guy. This is what we did at King of the King of the hammers. When he, when he sent <laughs> I your, well, I think, I, I think, I think he, I don't know what he did. Your he like, there's videos. There's videos of wild Wally at backdoor is what it's called on, on YouTube. Watch that. And you're going to see a yeah. guy send a Christini 
where like you and it In doesn't outer look space. it doesn't look nearly as bad as it is and he just keeps running it up this wall and trying everything and finally he got up there and the crowd went absolutely nuts they there, yeah. there's all these guys trying to drive cars up and wally did you know did it on a motorcycle it's pretty cool but yeah so swamp buggy yeah. racing for wally yeah no well, well you know that's the thing about this i mean it's exciting because <laughs> it's it's different you know there, there's still as you know there's so many people in the industry who look at what we've done they're like what's the point i don't get it like that you know but the guys who have this bike that there's not a single guy who owns a big wheel version of whatever they have is not going to look at this and be like, that's cool because they already have something weird. Right. So, <laughs> so it, it, add more traction to it. Like how gen- can it, you know, yeah. So. Generally any naysayer that I've talked to has, has, has never ridden one number one and number two if they have they never gave it a chance they didn't actually they kind of did some of the stuff they normally would do and then they're like oh this isn't you know it isn't like my normal bike and it's like everything it's like you know like a recluse clutch for instance and this is a, this yeah. is a kind of a, it's a topic that i get into all the time it's like it, it has advantages and it has disadvantages for sure and the, yeah. like, like the one thing i'm really surprised at is and we have that video with three million views um up on the uh, up on uh, dirt bike test YouTube, it's just me starting and stopping on an adventure bike with your system, right. on it. and and basically that was part of our little durability test that we were doing, where you said, "Hey, go out and try to break it," and so I went and did yeah. really stupid stuff with it to try to break it. But <laughs> when but when that thing worked, I'm like, this should be standard equipment on. It's just like there's places when you have a two wheel drive truck, you just will not drive. And at least you're smart enough in a two wheel drive truck to not drive where you shouldn't. But it's funny with guys on adventure motorcycles, you put them on there and they'll go ride into places they never should. And then they can't get out. And if you could literally flip a switch and this is, I want to get, get, I want to get with you on some of the electric stuff. We got to transition over to the electric because I'm curious, but on the, on the adventure bike, you flip a switch and all of a sudden the bike just gets up and goes out of sand. Or if it's kind of stuck in mud, it wants to go. It doesn't just dig itself a hole. But, you know, it's one of these it's one of these things where it was really expensive. And then like what which adventure bike do you adapt it to? And how do you build all these special well, parts? And, you know, this. yeah, yeah and that, that's exactly it. I mean, there's so much more involved with that to make it to make it work properly and be reliable. The, the, the tech was exactly the same the way it worked. But like you said, there's a lot of things in there. We still get inquiries almost weekly of when we're going to finish that. When we, and I, like, <laughs> we put a lot of money into it. You know, the KT, that was a, a joint project. You know, the KTM guys wanted to like look at it. It wasn't like a factory project. It was more of a exploratory project. Yeah, so skunk, skunk, skunk works. Skunk works. And they have a bunch of those. And, you know, since we had the history with like, the guys in the engineering group, I'm, they're like, yeah, let's, let's do this. But I mean, it, had they had they ponied up a little bit of cash, it would it, there'd probably be thousands of them out there. I'm but. sorry for sending you that email every week, Steve. I, I mean, I did. It gets probably gets old, but I, I kid I kid you not. Actually, I had another good idea about maybe somebody else to approach on that. I think because that is game changing. It's literally game changing, and it, and and I kind of understand. I understand. Yeah, you look at you know the costs and all the other stuff and. But yeah. as many four wheel drive trucks I see driving around that are just like kind of garage queens and stuff, I kind of I just start calling adventure riders garage queens. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I don't mean to because I, I I would have it. I would literally have it on my bike, and then I would I wouldn't have to use it that much, but it would just well, give me the confidence to be able to go places that. 
Well, that, I, that, that's exactly it. There's the weight penalty on a, I mean, what's the KTM? What are the new? I mean, they're getting lighter. What are they weigh now? Four twenty, four forty. You know, oh, they're, right. they're, the, the, even the seven eight, seven ninety, and or eight ninety now is you know four hundred pounds. My Tenere is four hundred and twenty pounds. Right. So add in that, I think it was about twenty pounds of extra stuff. Right. So if that, I'm going to bolt, I'm gonna bolt a, that much luggage racks and bling. Yeah. Well, that's the point. It. Or you know, only on the handlebars. <laughs> eat, eat two cheesesteaks before you uh, go for a ride, and you got twenty extra pounds. But the, but um. No, but that's the point. If if it's a get out of stuck free, like once every fifty rides, is it? You know, I mean, like how often do people really use their locked four wheel drive system on their on their trucks? You know, out there, yeah, I'm a little more in the like the Northeast when it snows. I mean, there's you know, there's people use it a lot, and then there's people who never like. So I agree. I mean, it just as an option, and and you know, you talk about traction control. They made that pretty standard on a lot of them but as you know it, it's it's not really a true i mean it's a true traction control but it's more for it's a different purpose it's not a you know it doesn't do so, what we're, we're trying to do so, so here's yeah so here's the, the question i have is is we've seen this tried hydraulically and it, it, it just is a power rob and matt did you get the pictures are those pictures that we have of those other two bikes yeah they should they're, be they're, they're available yeah they're, Logan, they're in the same make sure you get ready to kind of pull those things up because uh, I want to talk about these. Not they're not there. Um, what what we what we we're talking about is the the electric. Now people are starting to go with electric hub drive. And my question is: Is the right. technology there to to control the all wheel drive electronically, like you do mechanically? I think the answer is yes. Somebody like KTM. Um, you know, one of the bigger companies, you know, the processor control, the traction control and the sensors for sure, they could do this. Um, but there's, there's a cost benefit on this thing. I mean, everybody talks about, Oh, just put another hub motor in the front. People have been trying to do that with bicycles. Right. And it's, it adds a, on a bike, it's a significant amount of weight, but you know, without them talking to each other, it becomes a big issue. Right. Um, but when you do a, um, when you do it mechanically, you know, you don't have any of the processor control and it works seamlessly as you know. So yeah, somebody like KTM, um, a bigger company could certainly do it, but you know, when you've got a gas vehicle already and you to add the amount of power and the, you know, the, the, um, the electronics and all those other things is the cost benefit there for a battery, an electric motor, a control processor, you know, basically a VCU vehicle control unit to control the back to front slip ratios. You're, and, I mean, and, just on a cost basis. I see, I, I see your brain starting amount. to spin, spin the same donuts that mine does because I've, yeah. I've been involved. I've worked on some of the, the development of like the, the lean angle ABS, which, mm -hmm. you know, you start thinking about it when when you have a two wheel vehicle that wheels are driving and you turn the front wheel, it does it does very interesting things to the uh, to the way the bike handles. Right. And and so you in, in on the mechanical system, your drive ratio is the way it is, because you, you, you don't want the front wheel to be doing anything until the rear wheel gets a little slippery. Mm -hmm. So but if it if it's. My question is, is like, is like, it always has to be sensing that because if that front wheel starts pulling when you don't want it to, the whole yeah. dynamics of the, of the bicycle or motorcycle, the two wheel vehicle really, really changes. You know, and I, I think off road, 
you know, on a road vehicle, they, they've done amazing things with, you know, computer systems and stuff to basically do all these scenarios. But I can, I mean, can you, but it's imagine got, four, it's the, got the, four wheels. It's got four wheels right. in it. And in, in a, a lot, it's got four wheels, a lot of space and a lot more sensors that are going on. And yeah. which means more sensors well, means more data for it to analyze. But you know, it, well, it, yeah, it's well, crazy. you know, KTM years ago, they, they actually have the a patent on a, um, a front hub motor, all wheel drive. And they, the reason they brought us in to start talking to us is because that thing, they could never get it to work right now. This is a long time ago, but the scenarios are so, so vast where it would have, like you say, have to calculate all these different things to make it work the, the right and predictable each time the cost of the bat and the weight and all those things, it's almost like, well, why don't you just add the, you know, the four or $500 worth of mechanical part. Now that's that, you know, they were talking about our stuff. When you get into somebody like KTM and the volume that they can do, it, it, it's kind of a, it, you know, the amount of cost to add something versus the benefit. It, you know, I, I think it can be done. The short answer is the cost benefit it, sticking with it, a simple mechanical system. Now you might argue ours isn't simple, but it really kind of is when you break yeah. it down for what it, it does. It, yes. It's simple. It doesn't break. In fact, that's one of our Achilles heels is we barely sell any parts for our all wheel drive stuff because nothing <laughs> breaks. But like, I, can, make, I like, can, I can vouch for that. How, how long have I been riding that 250X? And I've, we've broken motor parts. Honda motor parts yes. have failed. And other than I think I got, I mean, and we did that one rebuild way back when. 2006. Yeah. When we, when we put, you know, it was like, yeah, I got some upgraded parts, you know, chain and, and, I, oh, yeah. and I wanted, I wanted a slightly different gear ratio and we just did a couple little things and that thing's been bulletproof since then, other than the, the cable and it's the old, old style cable. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a bicycle cable. Uh, for the, yeah. The engagement the dis thing. Yeah, disengage yeah. and engages. Yeah. That's the only thing that's broke on that thing in, in all that time. But yeah. And I, and I've, well, I've ridden in like the Rivian truck, for instance, which is all wheel drive, you know, electric motor thing. And it's amazing what, like I said, all the sensors and stuff. But when I talked to them about how long did it take to develop? And they basically said, you have no idea. And, and, and <laughs> it was, it was, you have no idea on the exponential dollars it took to write the programming to figure out what those wheels are doing. And, yep. and, and you watch like Toyota has this button, you get stuck in stand in a Toyota, you can push a button and it does this weird thing, which you see me do this all the time with my throttle and my clutch. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> they copied me. Right. They figured out what I was doing with my throttle and my clutch on my motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And they, they, they make the wheels move this certain way that actually undigs itself out of the sand and exponential dollars to do this. But that's why I'm curious because I've seen these and we're going to put a picture up of one of the electric hub motor bikes there, Logan. Um, uh, Cause you sent me a couple of links. This thing's called a, a Volcon, yeah. which is a, right. a, a giant battery. And, uh, and a, it's a, it's, it looks like a hipster design, but again, fat tires. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, right. it looks, it looks pretty kind of cool. It, I don't know, yeah. you know? Uh, and then do, can you get the other one up there? Which is the uh, uh, that the Russian thing? It's the tight. Russian thing, yeah. So the Russian yeah, thing with the, with the bicycle hub motors, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what is this thing called? This is called the Ultra Bike. I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're, we're if if you're if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can kind of search this thing a Volcon or Ultra Bike, and it's the Ultra Bike is that what were those 
those like over snow vehicles. What are those things that look like? They look like bugs that had these big giant tires and they drove on water through the tundra. Argos. Argos or something or Argo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Six wheel. Yeah. It's a, it's a bike version of this, you know, just a, it's a battery electric hub. It's like, it's like somebody took a bicycle and put rubber strap tires on it and, but yeah you've you've been working on projects for uh defense vehicles and and you had the one vehicle it was the hybrid one that i kind of wanted to bring up which is and you kind of and i saw the atv video where you're now talking about having an atv that's a lot of batteries but it also has a generator on it so that so that you can you can get out into the middle of nowhere and the motorcycle actually had a turbine motor in it correct yeah, yeah, that had a that had a uh, rotary um, a rotary a rotary drone motor in it. Yeah, rotary motor. Forty, so, it's forty two horsepower, weighed thirty two pounds, put out forty two horsepower. Pretty cool motor. <laughs> so, it wasn't yeah. cheap though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you start. This is the kind of this is the kind of like I say, skunk works, weird stuff that you guys think of and and put it in these in the in the platform in the all wheel drive platform, and then yeah. it, it like okay, now it can go anywhere and. And, and it can, it can do interesting things. You know, it can keep going for a long way. It can charge things. It can, you know, so yeah. I, 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 I think it's going to be well, interesting what that fat bike or that fat, I don't know what yeah. they call them. Fat bike called fat bike. Fat. Uh, fun bike. Yeah. Fun bike. bike. <laughs> oh, fun bike. wow. Matt, yeah. Matt will work in your marketing <laughs> department tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I would ride whatever. If they, if they'll, if they want to, if they want to buy it, you know, no, they, I, you're right. There's so many different variations of things that are happening right now. And what we're a lot of these back to the military thing, a lot of this stuff kind of got relaunched because of the development we're doing for the Naval um, surface warfare group, the robotics guys, actually, they do a lot of stuff with Boston um, dynamics, you know, the, the walking dog robot guys and all this stuff. But the stuff that we do for them is we've been doing a lot of vehicle um, integration stuff because they look for little companies like us who are relatively close. They can build things for them that they can test. And so that's actually what we, we built them. I don't even think I told you about this, Jimmy, but we built them a dual motor, dual battery, electric uh, motorcycle, all wheel drive motorcycle. And the reason it had dual everything is they wanted a complete redundant system for military use, just in case something shit the bed. And um, it's got four batteries on it. And they, they use that thing in every operation. It's been a year and a half and um, it's still going strong. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, so um, are, are we going to see, are we going to see videos of this thing? Like, you know, coming into the office uh, and then kicking me out of my desk and doing my <laughs> podcast for me. Cause I'll tell you, yeah, maybe I'll tell you why, because the, the uh, electric ATV we're, we're working on right now, which is going to have, like you said, a, um, it's four hub motors, um, uh, 180 amp hour battery, which is 13 kilowatts, which is about the same as a $29,000 Polaris UTV. Ours is going to be about 10 grand less than that. But, um, but that, that we're working with this military company in Utah and actually part of the thing that is going to be on this vehicle, not right away, but, um, they've already developed a programming that go that because it's hub motors, very controllable, kind of just think your remote control whatever it's got four electric motors right forward backwards it it rides like a regular atv however they can also control it as a robot so they autonomized this vehicle we built for them last november (laughs) it's an atv 
and they've turned it into a robot, but they're working now on a, a walk behind system, which we're going to commercialize for hunters. So you're going to have a four wheel hub motor ATV electric. So um, the range right now with just the batteries, about 80 miles with the gen set, it'll be over a hundred range extender. You'll be able to power your campsite, but you're also going to be able to use it as a silent walk behind vehicle eventually probably within the next 12 months of when we launch wow. so that you could GPS track it. So you could leave it, say you're a hunter and you're walking, <laughs> you know, 20 yards ahead of this thing and it just creeps behind you. Um, and you know, the military spent a lot of money. They actually did a DARPA grant. Um, I can't remember the company that got it. It was like a $50 million grant this some years ago for a company to just to do that. And you can actually look these up. They, they, they use them now um, for troops and they basically are carrying supplies. They just follow the guys, you know, they're, they're basically just robots that follow them. Um, I, I, have, I have a couple, I have a couple guys sitting next to me that need the autonomous version of that in a motorcycle that can do all uh, riding for them. <laughs> so number one over here, Cooper, so he doesn't get tired. He gets tired kind of easy. There you go. And, and Matt's just looking to become a better rider quicker than is humanly possible. So <laughs> yes, and I'm all for robotics and for yeah, yeah he, and so. he's, a, he's a physicist by, uh, by education, by which education. means he's not there very smart in the practical application of stuff, <laughs> but uh, good at the marketing angle like that. What are you calling it? It's a, there you go, man. A, 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 fun, a bike. fun, fun bike, fun bike. Yeah. Fun. The Christine well, fun size, the bigger the wheel, the more fun. I, <laughs> we, we can, we can talk about because I, you know, one of the things about one of our problems I'd like to almost say is that we, we get excited about one project and we, we just move to the next one before we even finish the first one. So it's uh, like, like anybody, so that, you know, yeah. Uh, this, this is me to a T. <laughs> oh no, you're talking yeah, yeah. about the guy sitting next to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, I we, think we, we are that, you know, yeah, that, I mean, that's that, that's the creative process to, 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 well, to think of these things and then, and then, you know, and then you build it mm -hmm. and then, well, you and know, then, and that's, that's also with the, with this fat, fat thing. Uh, you know, we started with the gas because, you know, it's there, right. We already got the, the engine, we have the, the fuel injection. You're going to, you know, you're going to help us even get it tighter than it is. I mean, it, it needs a, you know, needs a little more tuning. Um, and then, uh, you know, we'll get launched on that, but the electric version, we got a really good 5,000 watt power plant right now, a mid drive. It's going to be, it's going to, we're going to do our own frame version. So it's not going to be as standard motorcycle version. It's going to be a little squatted down because we're really going after more a utility guy and we're also going to have um it's going to be a, a likely a 3000 watt range extender in the motorcycle version of the electric vehicle so you're going to have uh you know a range i don't really know exactly what the range is going to be yet don't let the don't really let the rocon guys know about this because like rocon they're probably <laughs> like I, those guys that they're up in farmont or something like that they're probably just sitting in the woods i mean literally no. they're in the woods hiding right now uh -huh. with well, guns looking for this information that steve has right well i'll tell you what it's funny you just brought that up because if you look at some somebody put this on our that pictures of this bike on a rocon chat site and i haven't uh -oh. i haven't looked into it yet but there is a lot of guys jumping over from with rocon comments who own rocons and you know that this is a little known fact is that well you know they're, they're still producing them yes but from my understanding you might actually know i think we've talked about this before but they're still selling a, a pretty fair amount of those every year. And it hasn't changed in, you know, significantly in 
20, 30, 40 yeah, years. Well, I don't really you know, know. After 40 years of your Rokon and it finally wears out or, you know, it, <laughs> it, it like the frame rusted through and it cracked in half out in the woods with your, with your buck that you're trying to call out on the back. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, or the tire finally popped and you realize like, how do I get this thing? I'll just buy another one. So well, yep. this, you, you, right. I, I, that'd be, it'd be well advised for you to go after that market, make millions and then, and then <laughs> come right. back and let's, let's work on the, the, the hardcore dirt bike adventure bike. Enduro one. Well, well adventure, adventure know, bike. Yeah. Adventure bike. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Either one. I don't care. Actually, you well, know you what? Know, I'll, it, it, I'll, I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you my Tenere and you just put an all wheel drive I, kit on my Tenere. I'll be happy. And then we don't have to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, just to, you know, it's far enough out that I don't mind talking about it. And I know the KTM guys won't, I won't name, name the head guys in this that we worked on it with, but you know, they, they, they had projected in 2008, it was going to be, so this is how far behind a lot of people don't understand on the timeline. The, the bike was essentially done in 08. Obviously we had to refine it for production. It was the Erzberg version. That would have been an Erzberg edition, but it would have been a 2011 model year launch. So we're talking, and they, they wanted to launch with 3000 units right out of the gate. And they, they were comfortable enough as just a kind of a skunkworks, like, you know, some additional model, they thought that they could easily sell 3000 units of just the 300 two stroke, um, out of the gate. Now, obviously they have the, at that time, they're much smaller, but they had the infrastructure and all this stuff. So just to answer your question, Jamie, I mean, if, you know, a niche market isn't a niche if you've got a reach like a big company does. Right. So, you know, and it, you don't have to put it on, you know, just Erzberg type bikes, right. You could put it on TW type bikes and this big wheel bike. And all of a sudden you rounded out to a product line that could be using all the same parts, right. Maybe a different triple clamp links and different forks, you know, 10,000 units. So it's, it's not really a stretch to think, cause that's not a lot of units. Big companies won't even Polaris when we had a lot of conversations with them, they they wouldn't touch a product unless they knew they could sell ten thousand units. Now that may be completely different now, but you know, so that's that's a big number for little guys. It's a small number for big guys. Yeah, I um, still think I think I think you know ten thousand units is a lot in the dirt bike market. Like three thousand. Oh yeah. I, I I think there would be no problem to sell three thousand like KTM three hundred all wheel drive bikes. There's just there's enough freaks out there that would that yeah. would would buy that. But <laughs> I, I think there's three thousand. I, I I would say well, if we if we could do a couple hundred a year as a bunch of dudes in a firehouse in Philadelphia, <laughs> you're you know, still we'll in the firehouse. You're still in the firehouse. Yeah, yeah. Man. I remember back in the back in the, the 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 Jeep up there and getting that bike out for the for the show I went to or yeah, the, yeah. the, the yeah, Tourtech rally. We've got so. uh, yeah, we've got some yeah more more shit in there and bicycle stuff and weird stuff and ATVs and you know. Yeah. So I hope the moto guys don't get, uh, get pissed. We're making ATV stuff too, but you know, you, you probably haven't understood that market is huge. It really is a lot bigger than the general off-road motorcycle market. I mean, it's just cause there's so it's, it's a utilitarian market, right? I mean, we're not going after the, you know, the, the high speed ones, although this thing, we had to tune it down. This ATV is so fast. It's scary fast. <laughs> like we have three speeds on it, um, hey, but the, we had to, Here's here's what's cool about it, you you because it's all wheel drive electric motor. Think about this: it mm-hmm. can it can crab turn, it can it can spin. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. Well, you, I know, you, you, you can pull up. There is one YouTube video that we put out a teaser of the one the military has. And if you want to, I don't know if you want to pull it up on YouTube right now. If you have somebody there, they can just, if they no, just he's Google. Asleep. He's asleep. My, my, my producer's asleep right now. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, he's, he's, he, he's claiming he doesn't know how to do it, which means he's asleep. Same thing. I if I get it. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're, we're good. Everybody, you, can, you can take a look actually, at it. Actually, this is more of a podcast than it is a, than it is a video thing. Yeah, 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 so yeah. we're not going to, we're not going to worry about it too much. Oh, okay. Yeah. But people don't see that. You're right. It does. It does. Basically it, it's, you know, the good old crab yeah. zero point. Yeah. Turn like a thing tank. Yeah. It just spins. Tank it just turns. does. They call it tank turns. Tank turns. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to, I don't I mean, want to talk know, about no more, no more ATC talk. ATV. No, no, we won't. Let, let's talk about the fat thing. Let's, I, you know, I missed obviously <laughs> your podcast, but so we got some, got some guys who love this thing and we got some guys who think it's everybody, crazy. but me, every, everybody, but me <laughs> was like, was, was loving it. So I'm, I'm the, I'm the odd, odd guy out, but I do want to ride it. And, and we've got to figure out how, how you need to get it out here to SEMA. Cause this is how I end up riding all your bikes. He needs to get yeah. them to SEMA needs yeah. to get them delivered to Vegas for the show. Huh? And then they come back here mm-hmm. and then it sits around and it's like, doesn't sit very long. It's like, Hey, let's go take it out. Right, <laughs> right, right. Then we're out, then we're out yeah. spending laps on the bike. And then well, finally I, think Steve I, calls I don't know. I sent you a video. Of, yeah. Well, um, yeah, it, I mean, it, we'll probably bring all the new toys out there. I mean, I think that's the plan. That, and then we'll probably want to get back out there in the January for Shot Show if we can get a spot. But um, yeah, no, you you definitely got to get on this. You know, I also want to get you know the real feedback. Like you said, I, there's the tire thing on this is going to dynamics of this thing are going to be a lot different because those things, as you know, they, they already steer a little bit difficult. <laughs> so, um, well, I think you'll have to, you'll have to tune that you'll have to tune the, the ratio, ratio, which is easy to do. Yeah. And, and, and it, like you said, you start talking about that lower platform and, you know, easier to ride thing. And then you go, you know, then you're in that Rocon world mm-hmm. where people probably want to, I mean, look, we're Americans. If we can drive a top fuel dragster to work, we do it. And like a Rokon, you pull it and it goes, and that's all it does. And like now all of a sudden you go, rap, rap. Okay, yeah, I got my my hunting vehicle is way better than yours. Right. Like, I mean, I mean, is that a length contest or what? Yeah, let's go. So I think that's a, I think that's a good thing. I just, like I said, I hope that, 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 that the technology somehow starts dribbling into because I don't want to say we're stagnant with the motorcycle stuff. It's just, everybody's so reluctant to anything change or awkward or different. Mm-hmm. And it takes a little while, yeah. you know, for it to, for it to sink in, but well, I'm a, I'm a believer. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't well, have, I appreciate that. You know, I, you know, that, to, to kind of answer why I think that's so, at least from my perspective and trying to work with big companies to try to get this into more volume there's a lot of innovation out there and there's a ton of stuff that we'll never see that stick, you know, sitting in KTM's, you know, in their factory and all these different things is not because it doesn't work. Everybody's like, Oh, this, this is so great. Why isn't in every bike? It's, it's because these big, there's, there's only a handful of companies, right. That will venture into the unknown. Right. But they also are smart business people and they won't venture into the unknown unless there's a guaranteed volume, um, and a return on it. Right. So it, they may all know, and I know that KTM knows this and Polaris know this and a couple of the other companies that we've had serious conversations. It, it's, it's not that this technology isn't a home run from a, a functional standpoint in, in a certain vertical, right? It's that how big is that? And is it worth their investment of millions and millions of dollars to tool something up? 
Whereas a little guy like us can say, well, we can, we can afford to do a few hundred of these because we're really hand building these. Now that, that, you know, that, you know, we don't have all that overhead and other things. So I think there's a lot of things now getting missed and the consumers don't get to see it because not because it's not there, not because it doesn't work. Just It's not super profitable. We'll call it's it. It's not super profitable. And it's, they it's make prof- these decisions. It can, it can be, it can be a little profitable, but these companies right. don't make decisions to be little profitable. They yeah. need to be yeah. bigger. And I, you and, know, you I got to, you, yeah. you talk, you talk about how many people are doing it. Uh, like how many companies have some of these ideas? How, how many, how many, uh, crackpots out there like you <laughs> that, that, come with these, that, that come with these crazy ideas that didn't have the forthright to actually start producing it and make, you know, make a company like Christini, right? Well, yeah, right. Exactly. And that's why, you know, we exist not because everybody, you know, we're not just, you know, the, the moto site. I mean, we've got our, our revenue comes from, we have two retail bicycle shops. We make a lot of our electric fat bikes and we're selling those all over. I've, um, and I've ridden and I've ridden the bicycles, yeah. by the way, and the bicycles work just as good as the motorcycles for a lot of the same yeah. reasons. And I had a lot and, of fun on the one I rode. Yeah, and I'm not a weight weenie. That's the other, oh the the electric yeah the electric bike the electric fat tire bike yeah that one was yeah. super fun. That that proves the concept of fat tires in a really good way because mm-hmm. I rode it on snow and I rode it in really soft sand and up hill climbs that yeah. you couldn't do on a regular bike not even close. You couldn't do it on a regular e bike. Mm-hmm. And this thing just pedals right up like it was yeah. boring. Well, now just imagine that with a motorcycle. I know with, yeah. with the motorcycle. Oh, oh, with the fat one. Okay, yeah. 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 Okay. You well, you're right. Well, there you go. And it, you know, and uh, I'm just trying to convert it know. here. <laughs> well, you're gonna. Have, it sounds like we. You know, I I don't have a choice after this conversation, right, Jamie? I got to right. send all these things out there, so which is fine. <laughs> you know, every, you, every year you get something of mine, and it's you do you play with it for a little bit, it sits there for a few months, you ship it back, and I send you new upgraded stuff the next year. The, the new bikes too that we're going to be coming out with a new the bicycles e-bikes you know we'll send a new one we're, we're refining that too we're doing some changes some geometric changes and and then um obviously the the moto thing the fat moto and then um you know hopefully i don't know if we'll have the electric version of that done by you know by sema but um you'll be getting that too because that's going to be pretty neat it's going to be an interesting take on what we see as a functional utility but yet pretty cool um, pretty cool product. So, you know, um, we're still doing a little bit of everything right now. Yeah. <laughs> Getting crazy. <laughs> well, you are too. Yeah. You, you, you know, so. Well, yeah. Hey, thanks so for. Actually, yeah. I was wondering if I could ask a question. Oh, you can that, ask a question. It has Matt. nothing to do with, with, are you, with motorcycles. That's more you're gonna, manufacturing side. If I told you I'm going to fire you tomorrow, would that change the question? Uh, no, it wouldn't. Okay. I no, just want to make sure I wasn't just, looking for a new job. Just because I, I, I know you're in with. Uh, I know you you know you work a lot behind the scenes with you know the design and the manufacturing of motorcycles. So one thing that I've been kind of eyeballing lately is when does 3D printing kind of come into play with making you know parts and frames and stuff like right. that. So rather than machining and milling these parts, when uh, when do you mm-hmm. kind of see 3D printing coming into that place? It's just been something I've been wondering. Uh, you know, I think it's we don't have a 3D printer ourselves. Actually, one of the guys that um that we do some work with. Uh, has has one um, and he's making some parts. I mean, I think that we're at the point now that mm-hmm. the the technology is there where there's a lot of things that you can 3D print. Like a uh, perfect example of something that we probably will make that step within the next year is um, 
Jimmy, that the, our all wheel drive engagement switch, right? That, that lever, right. Right. Mm-hmm. That that's, it's a pretty small, it's, it's too small volume to forge, which is how we should make it. It's, it's pretty expensive to CNC cause there's a lot of contouring, but 3d printing, um, you know, the, the materials in the, the composite materials now that's perfectly right. Cause it, it's not critical, right? You don't want to 3d print, like, I don't know, let's say a handlebar, something that could potentially be catastrophic and somebody could get hurt. But, mm-hmm. you know, taking all of these parts and switches and all these things now for big companies, it still makes sense to either injection mold or, or, or roto mold for gas tanks, so to speak. Right. Things like that. But for little guys like us, I mean, you know, perfect example, people like, oh, why don't you have a kit for this bike or that? Because because the roto mold for the gas tanks, thirty five thousand dollars and to sell a hundred kits makes no sense. Right. So, um, but all of a sudden a 3d printing of certain parts makes those things possible. So I guess the shorter your answer is what it, what it's going to do is it's not necessarily going to change pricing. What it's going to do is it's going to make these conversations with Jimmy and I just had about all these ideas. Hey, it'd be cool to make that, but damn, it's expensive to CNC and we can't tool up to do um, plastic fabrication. Because it's not worth it to yeah, spend. You know, you know how you know how anybody can do, do a podcast. No, anybody. We just all you have to do is have the iPhone right up there, and then and then it just runs through an app. And yeah. now, now now we have a. It looks like it, this looks like a professional operation, right? And we're doing it off of one phone and one microphone, as you can see here. So it's the same thing. Yeah. You're going to push a button, and you mm-hmm. just choose the color you want it to print out your new fat christini mm-hmm. you just push a button well, it, yeah that's it, that's yeah. the next one it, it goes it goes through the internet there's a, that's a bunch of tubes it'll go right. from here to philadelphia where he's at mm-hmm. and then it just it'll print out your new motorcycle right and then you just got to find somebody to drive yeah, it out i, I mean i i don't <laughs> i don't doubt that we're only you know you know a few short years of a lot of parts on smaller companies vehicles and things being made and then you know some leap between that and full products being produced. I think uh, they I mean, call it, they call it like the maker. What do they call it? The maker environment or something. There's a, there's a terminology yeah. for this, you know, the futurists were thinking about this. Yeah, like they have 10, a, 10, 50 we years have the ago. Make, mm-hmm. The maker fair here every year in Philly. It's, it's basically a lot of guys making all kinds of crazy shit out of 3d printing. Up. I mean, it's yeah. for simple consumer. Well, not even simple, but consumer products, um, you know, I think it's, it's going to just start taking over. I mean, so it's going to change a lot. I mean, we, um, I, I just know that for us, there's still all the liability. You know, we, we could get a, we could have a whole podcast, Jimmy, on um, <laughs> why liability no, dictates no, a no, lot of no, what no, things. We only talk about right. fun, exciting stuff here. No yeah. bumming out. No, no, no. We don't want to bum anybody out. No, uh, but, that's good. <laughs> so you've, you've, uh, man made this, uh, quite interesting. Cause my, well, Matt talks a little bit, uh, Cletus over there. He, Hey, do you have any words? This is, this is something. So, uh, we have, we have a segment <laughs> that we call say it with Cooper oh, don't and, do it. and don't do it. No. Okay. We have a segment we call say it with Cooper. Where we have people type in words like, I, do you know what my favorite motorcycle is of all time? I, this is an interesting question. Do, do you know, I have, I have a brand, a favorite brand, a, you know, you may, you're asking me, I, you know, you, you, you not, probably told know. me after when, when I told me? you to build, oh. so I, so I, I, it will, I probably told you you should build an all wheel drive Husaberg 570. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because then, okay. then, you know, I've, I've explained to people how it doesn't like dig hoop to use. It actually warps the earth because there's so much power coming out of that motor. Mm-hmm. But if it was all wheel drive, it wouldn't be able to do that. So I probably didn't talk to Steve right. about this concept because <laughs> I like that, that warping earth that it does out of the rear wheel. Yeah. But how do you say, how do you, how did you say Husaberg? I don't remember. Yeah. We had somebody write it there and Huskerberg. Huskerberg? I think that's what I said. Yeah. Who's a bird? Yeah, he, he, he had his own. He had his own thing. But anyhow, uh, yeah, you, the problem is you can't type it in. You have to type it into the chat, which is on the side of the screen here. And then he, re- he reads the word and then we have people try to guess what he was really trying to say. <laughs> so, hey, uh, awesome talking to you again. I'm sure we'll talk yeah, man. in the very near future. Uh, we will. And uh, uh, good, good luck with that. For, yeah, thanks for bringing me on. And um you know, all your, uh, all your listeners out there, they can, they can hit up the, I will eventually get back to the 150 people that I've ignored the last, I was on vacation for the first time in like a year last week, but I will get back to people, but, um, yeah, thanks nice. for uh, having me on and guys. Yeah. Nice chatting. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll follow up. I'm sure you're going to be getting on this thing. We're, and we're going to, we're going to follow up and, 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 and I'm going to laugh at all you guys when you're riding that fat cat thing. I'm just going <laughs> to roost by you on my, uh, on my Husaberg. That's and, it. <laughs> and we will have bigger smiles. <laughs> okay, Steve, good to, good to talk again. Right, we'll uh, talk in the near future. Okay. Oh, yeah, with, take that, care, guys. Yeah. Uh, with that, it's uh, time for us to take our uh, commercial break on tech talk taco Tuesday, but that wouldn't be possible. Well, you know what? You're going to get to watch a Yamaha commercial. So go ahead yeah. and uh, roll the tape. What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually 24-7 tech support via email or text. And it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year, helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you. If you've ever received an order from us, you know that the Taco Touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had, uh, buying parts from anybody before and a handful of root beer barrel candies. Um, all of our Taco Moto Co. branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty. And we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM and aftermarket parts where we can, sometimes for life. We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested and ridden and raced and nose meets the, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some adventure. Since 2009, Seat Concepts has been dedicated to making the best aftermarket seats. More comfort, more grip, more riding. For 10 years, we've continued to raise the bar. Innovation and American craftsmanship make Seat Concepts the world-leading manufacturer of power sports seats. We're back. And we're back. We're talking about extinct birds. This is a, what is it, Logan? It's a blue-footed. Yeah, talk into the microphone. Yeah, this one really close. Blue-footed boob. I thought it was a, what's the, what's the, so, so my retired bartender who now goes on uh, sweet trips brought me back this and it's um, from the Galapagos Islands. So I poured my, uh, 
those art days and nail in there you'll notice i didn't let the miners touch the alcohol i learned about that on a trip on our adventure riding trip yep right you're not allowed to uh the kids aren't allowed to put the beer in the bag move the beer out of the cart or anything i didn't know this like they're not allowed to handle the alcohols but i don't have any kids so i don't care okay everybody uh welcome back to tech talk taco tuesday that was an awesome um interview with steve christini if you scrolled through if you skipped it you missed it that's that's what i like to say if you skipped it you missed it so what time is it now first random time but do we have yeah. the questions do we have the questions do we have any questions that's the question that i have we have one question it said something about do you is the is there a spark arrester in this what was that video? Which video was that? Amazon pipe. On the Amazon pipe? Hell no, there's not a spark arrestor on an Amazon pipe. Are you kidding me? No, there's no, there's no things. Do we have too many commercials on this show, Logan? Maybe. Do we talk about our sponsors too much? I don't think our sponsors hate it. You don't? No, they don't. I like our sponsors. They all work. Every product that we have as a sponsor, I use, and I like them, and that's why they're on the show. So if you're wondering who our sponsors are, Logan's going to tell you right now. Uh, in a very in – a, in, a, in, a, in like you're going to enunciate and do the – you notice – okay, so you might notice that at the, the first part of the show that Matt was sitting here, mm -hmm. and he got fired. He's, yeah. He, he's, Before we lost I think he, he's, he, I, Well, I think he's probably going to – work at Christini, like he's maybe starting tomorrow. I don't know. He's gone. He's just out. We have three viewers now? All three? Three out of three. That's not, that's, that's, that's the Wi-Fi. That's how, that's how our Wi-Fi signal is, you ding dong. Oh, I know, but. No. <laughs> yeah. We actually have. This is, more. this is, this is the kind of help that I get to hire. At least you're worth what I pay you. I'm having a sip of tequila. Read our sponsors. Yamaha. Takamoto. Scott Sports, Climb, which I use today, DDC, Trail Tech, which I use today, Fast Company, used today, C Concepts, used today, Bulletproof Designs. You're talking about that that stuff was on all the bikes that you rode around that you rode on. We, we, were, we were freshening the gas on some of the rental bikes. Yes. So what Climb stuff did you use? Your helmet. My helmet. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, that's not even... Uh, how were the flex handlebars when you were going down the road? One was really squeaky. Squeaky? Had, yeah. Like you, you hit it and it, it squeaked. Squeaked. Oh, we, I need to know about this. Well, that's a problem? Well, because you pressure wash the damn handlebars, I'm sure. Oh, Cooper did. Yeah. I did? I don't know. Probably. I, I don't watch you guys when you're washing each bike. I should because if you're pressure washing the handlebars... Like you're not really supposed to. Uh, who knows if they're squeaking? Somebody, they're. It's probably on a bike that the handlebars are like 20 years old. Which bike was it on? Um, carbureted. A carbureted bike. Okay, so carburetors are at least 10 years old. Yeah. So I'm, I'm close. How do I know this stuff? How do I just guess? Because I'm here. Well, no, I just I. I it's it's just. It's hard for me to explain. I, I show you what it looks like inside of my brain. You know how your room's really messy? There's just shit everywhere? Yeah. Okay. You know where everything's at, right? Everything, yeah. Except okay. for my wallet. Except for your wallet. Do you, have you lost your wallet? 
Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. So proving my point. <laughs> There's always one thing left. I don't really remember what it was like to be 16. I mean, I kind of do. I was pretty stoked that I had a driver's license and I could drive. And Ed, do you remember what it was like to be 16? Yes. Yes. How many tickets did you get? I was 16? Yeah. Four. Four. Oh, dang. Yeah, it's my father-in-law, but they didn't, they, they were a little less strict then, and they didn't throw you in jail like they would now, because they're trying to fix you guys. Mm -hmm. Me too, but Bob, 16, remember it? No. No. Drugs? Probably. Probably, okay. <laughs> so kids, don't do drugs. Like... Because when you're when you when you're old, you want to remember what it's like to be 16. That's why I'm sitting here. I can remember, but I had so much fun like last week, and I like I, I like remembering having fun. Mm -hmm. You take all the well. I think it was more fun than I was having when I was 16. And this is what's hard to think when you're 16 because you're just like you're all about having fun and doing the next thing. Yeah. And this is what dirt bikes are so cool because dirt bikes are pretty stinking fun. And it's a good fun, you know, and, and as long as you don't get hurt. But that's why you got to wind the fun meter down just a little bit because we all think it's fun to go super fast and do crazy stuff, but it's no fun to have a cast or go to the doctor. So you just wind it back a little bit. You can have a lot of fun on your dirt bike. Hey, kids, this is um, – do we have that Do we have that um, that thing now you know? The little doo -doo -doo, <laughs> the little sound effect. You don't have that available. We should have that on the on – the, on a sound meter. I, I think so, I know how to... yeah, well, we'll get it. It'll be on the next show or the next one or the one after that. But that's what you need. So that's what's cool about dirt bikes is you can go out and do all the crazy stuff you want to do like Ned did in his car and he didn't get arrested for it. You can do that on your dirt bike right now. If you just tune it back a little bit, it's not getting tickets. It's not getting hurt. You go out and have a super good time and it's stories that last a lifetime. And then when you're my age, so I'm not as old as those dudes. <laughs> I'll think about it and I go, I'm thinking right now about some YZ125 fun that I had when I was 16. No, KX125. Sorry. I took my KX125 to Baymare. I rode at a track called Baymare. And like, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but this was a national, it, it'd be like Glen Helen or Redbud, mm -hmm. but back in the day. Yeah. And I didn't even know that that was a thing because I was your age and I didn't know anything about history. But I went trail riding on my XR200 and rode to this place. And I said, man, you could make a really cool track here. It was this valley and had all these hills and stuff. And there was kind of these things that looked like somebody had built up a kind of a, a bridge-like thing. But the, the wood over the top was gone. But it was like, I'm like, I'll bet you you could jump over that. It was like a tabletop. But, you know, the, the wood in the middle was gone because mm -hmm. it was an over and under bridge. And there was these big things that were shaped like berms. I had no idea why they were shaped like berms. And there was two or three of them. And they went through the trees. So we went there. We rode there. I was like, we're going to bring our motocross bikes back. So we drove, figured out how to drive there. Because I had I was 16 and had a driver's license. Yeah. Drove to Baymare with my motocross, KX125 motocross bike. Laid out a motocross track. Hmm. Wouldn't you know, it was the exact same track that they used like in 19... 72 at a motocross national well hmm. a trans ama or something like this and this is where i don't know the history yeah like i don't know exactly what race it was but it was like the national motocross it was the big motocross of the day back then and i i, I just 
without even knowing what I'd done, I'd laid out the track almost exactly like it was. And we started practicing there. That's where we went to go practice on our, on our dirt bike. So that's why dirt bikes are cool and they lead to good experiences. So with that, we're going to roll right into uh, Tech Talk, Taco Tuesday's favorite segment brought to you by Takamoto. What do we call it? Rooster Endo. Good. Rooster Endo. Say that with excitement. Throw a little zap into it. Actually, hold on. I just make you do it. <laughs> can we uh, can we can we run that now? Is it, is it Logan's mic? Yeah. No, it's by Logan's feet. It's by his feet. Oh. Under you, Logan. You have to turn that mic on too. Yeah, you have to turn it on. It this is you. this is the show we call Tech Talk Technical Trouble Tuesdays. It's, we it's yeah. We call the segment Rooster Endo. Okay. We call the segment Rooster Endo. Rooster Endo. Brought to you by Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. And Taco Moto. <laughs> it's so horrible. <laughs> I think we all need media training. <laughs> no, I think we need to turn the it clipped. Do you hear it clip? I'm not. I, I didn't hear. Oh, you don't have microphones on. Yeah, you're fired again. You mean headphones? Headphones. Yeah, microphones. Well, Put microphones on yours. <laughs> I run out of intelligence about this point in the show, so you guys can carry it on from here. I'm going to get up and leave. You guys want to do it? You're by yourself. Uh, no, that'd be pretty awesome. I'm going to move over. I'm just going to move. You produce? You produce? No, I no, I have no oh, idea. That'd be funny. You can teach me in about 10 minutes. It's, it, it's really not that complicated. It's, it's not that complicated. I saw Logan do it. Nice. He was just sitting there with his finger over a button and he went like that. Well, he was pressing the additional buttons. That, so the additional buttons are the premium feature. To make the show really good. <laughs> to get the show going, you only need two buttons. But then, you know, it's the, the premium. Okay, so I'm going to just sit here on the side and... Uh, this, this is kind of strange. I've never done this before, but I'm just going to critique. Okay. All right. What's going on? All right. So you two, um, you do those two boobs. Uh, we'll call you boobs. No, uh, I, no, no. Remember, you got the long ones. <laughs> you know what? You know what I remember is like um, this is the blue-footed booby. Yeah. And that's but, why it, that's what made me think of boobs. This this one. And you guys are both wearing blue shirts, and that makes you boobs. This well, one has a funny word. The titty tail too. Uh, 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 how can we ever forget the titty tail, huh? The, Cooper? Oh, I, I hope I hope somebody has one of those on their on their bike they submitted to Rooster Rando. Oh, where's the microphone? Oh, I turned it off. Give it back. That's mine. <laughs> Give it damn. Excellent show. Hope, hopefully they had it for the show we call Rooster Endo. The segment. Our uh, first person on Rooster Endo is going to be Chris Hitchcock. He's got a 2015 XC300. Pretty good looking bike, huh? Uh, explain it. So it's uh, it's got bulletproofed by BPD, Seat Concepts Comfort, 7602 Racing Clutch Cover, Pro Circuit, Platinum Pipe with 304 Silencer, Suspension Dumb by FCR, Tuss Fan Kit, uh, Super Sprocks, Sprockets, Wrap 9 Pegs, uh, more pointless bling. <laughs> Did I say something wrong, Logan? He's the one laughing. I know. I'm <laughs> so what do you think about this bike, Logan? It's a little protected. Yeah. What about the photo? Jimmy always points that out first. I like the scenery. Looks pretty woodsy, huh? I, I don't think there's a front discard. No. He's got a rear one, though. He does. And a 
lot of shiny things. Yeah. Oh, he's got one of those, um, what are you, grabbers? Hold on. Let's see. I got I to gotta turn the, the volume on this one's a little high, isn't it? Can we can we drop this? This How do I, which which channel is this going into? I don't know, actually. We got to figure out where the, the voice of Matron is going back into the other thing. No, you guys are doing good. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with how it was going. Logan, you're being a little, you know, typical, you know, just short with the words. I'm trying to figure out what gloves he has. And well, figure out what gloves he has. <laughs> oh, because it's on the seat. Hey, you know what? You know what? Oh, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> well, that's a good catch. That's a seat concept seat, by the way. Comfort, awesome sponsor awesome of the show. Yeah. The comfort seat doesn't necessarily match the motif of the bike, we'll call it. Mm -hmm. But... I like the fact that he's gone there. Remember, this whole segment was literally started because we we, we kind of put it out there and everything that came in was a seat concept seat. And we're like, we got to get them to sponsor it. But they sponsored our hotline, which everybody's afraid to call because they think they're going to have – I'm going to beat them up on the line, on the phone line. You kind of did. I did? I've been meaning the callers? The two people that called me. I was mean. We're not the nicest. Yeah, you you talk into that microphone, Logan. You weren't like, the ni nicest. I wasn't the nicest. Which one is he? Matt. He He's Matt. Oh, you're freaking maxed yeah, out. Yeah, they're called right? Tugger Straps. Thanks, Heather. He's got to speak like into that mic. Speak. In, yeah, talk into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, and then you move your mic arm back. Yeah, there we go. Me. There we go. Yeah. yeah. It was, I was. We were just seeing Mike. <laughs> my. Oh well, it's better than my face. Come on. This is hey, it's a it's a podcast. Anybody that's watching us on on video right now, yeah. I feel sorry for him. I really do. <laughs> All right, so what do you think about the bike, Logan? Okay, let's get back to those gloves. I'm really intrigued I'm, by the gloves. Yeah. Those those do look like they either look like your climb gloves yes. or the ones you get for like nine ninety nine at Home Depot. Yeah, I was thinking the ninety nine. I was thinking Yeah, you, you know, get them in like a pack of five too. You know what just like draws me to this this bike? Like the the thing I keep focusing on is the the billet or the anodized orange Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't even see that. That's cool. Did he talk about that? Bling. So nope. yeah, yeah. My, he uh, did say a more pointless bling, though. Maybe that's that's pointless. some of the more pointless bling. I I wonder how is it is a billet or orange anodized Kickstarter stronger than the stock one? And what year is this bike again? 15, 15 XC300. So it may not have a uh, electric start. Uh, I'm looking, I'm trying to look at the buttons. Oh, it looks like it has a start button up on top. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah. What's your, cause yours is a 13. Yeah. And they have them. Hey, did we talk about your bike much? No. Do you want us not to? Yeah. Okay. I'm just joking. I don't care. <laughs> it's in crate right now. It's in a crate. It's in multiple boxes. <laughs> and some of the boxes need to be sunk, uh, sent away. Sent away. So Heather, that that's not a tugger strap on the side. That's actually, I actually it looks like it says Tusk on the on the thing, but they look like the Enduro Engineering grab handles that mm. that it uses the muffler bolts and it puts in a little aluminum like hook there so you can pick it up and carry it. But they're not tugger straps. Tuggers are the um, fiber ones and stuff. I like the so. gas level. <laughs> oh, nearly empty. Mm -hmm. He's Very. got the Cherubis uh, frame guards. You think that's Cherubis? It looks like a Cherubis ones. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like this bike. It's it's out in its natural element, although he may, may live in a trailer, a single wide trail that's like literally 25 feet from this mossy tree that he took his picture on. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as the owner of a trailer of some sort like this, I understand. So 
Because it's that's not where he really lives, but that's where he rides out of. That's awesome. Yeah, I like this. This thing roosts. Uh, why, why, why? It's your segment. You take it over. Yeah, I'm roosting it. It looks cool. Yeah. I would want to know what kind of gloves she's got, though. I really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking to the she, microphone, Logan. I really want to know what he. If he uh, sends what kind of gloves he's in, uh, what do you think they're going to be? Let's take guesses. I'm, I'm guessing the gloves I have the climb. I'm no, Home no, Depot. no! I'm going Home Depot. I saw yeah. the, I saw the, the, the. It was, it was. You know when they put the, the thick padding and then just around the tip they have that little wrap around, like the black wrap around. I caught that. Well, we we sometimes we overanalyze shit. So don't don't okay. be don't judge. Just send us your photos, and we'll go. The the grunt is not in this rooster endo, is it? Yeah, it's just the folder. <laughs> that I oh, it's just in here. Okay, it's just the folder. Got it. Come on, it's a funny word. Got to say it. Oh, you. So you guys switch. So now, now Logan, you read it. Yeah, I get all the. You read it, and then Cooper, you get to do the commenting. All right, sounds good. I'll, I'll do my best to not interrupt. Okay, but I do have a word for you. A word. Yeah. Oh, let let him re just okay. Just point at the word and have him read it. That's where that is pointing. First one. Oxhydra. Okay. Did I say it wrong? I don't think so. Bob's not laughing. Ox. Oxhydra, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Oxhydra. Hydro. Hydra. Yeah. No, no, it's Hydra. You no, know, he's right. Yeah, That's Hydra. It's, it's 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 a brand name, not not Hydro. It might be Hydro, and the guy mistyped it. Like every time I think Logan mispronounces something, it's the it's the spelling. Oh, yeah. Like when he when he well, the names we have to kind of forget about the names because oh. those are all over the place. But when when Logan reads stuff. He's usually reading what the person put into the thing. What Cooper says is a whole different planet. He's he's like an alien just landed down on this planet, and he got the he he just got what are one of those like programs that you read What's when you're one? gonna learn a new language? Duolingo or yeah. Bumble? It's gotta be a terrible Bumble. Bumble. Is that that's where you do your language? Oh no, Bumble. <laughs> that's a different thing. Yeah, no. no so one of those things, Babel. Babel is right. Same same thing. So you, it's it's like an alien landed, had fifteen minutes with Bumble, and then he started reading off the, the list. So okay, back at it, guys. I'll, I'll stop. I'll I'm gonna quiet up over here. Then you guys get it right, 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 right. Oh, before you take off on that, uh, Dave. Oh, that was the wrong person. We, you need to move that thing off the out of the, so we can see the comments. Yeah. All right. Read it. <laughs> Dave Black said he wore Harbor Freight gloves for years when he wrote a KLR. <laughs> you could not. <laughs> How are the Harbor Freights at attaching your luggage? I meant milk crates <laughs> to your motorcycle. Hey, we've got a um, we have a KLR six fifty coming here. As a test bike. Oh, I want to ride it. So the best thing is you guys need to figure out how to get it away from Matt because he's kind of like a KLR guy. Yeah, look at him over there. Yeah. He's like celebrating. It's the greatest adventure bike ever made. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I have recommended it many times, but not as good as the new Tenere 700. Yamaha. Dope. Yeah, go to visit yamahasmotorsports.com. Check out your uh, Tenere 700 like I have and enter the victory zone. Enter the victory zone. 2020 KTM 500 EXCW. Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah. Flex bars, recluse radius X clutch with six silver springs and heavier wedges. 
Ox Hydra rear handbrake, Dirt Trick sprocket 1450, VE33S rear tire, MX3SF front tire, EE larger rear brake tip, Warp 9 foot pegs, modified stock exhaust end cap, big boy suspension, 335 pound rider, a Cherubis frame guard, Polysport gray plastics with race team graphics, basically stock beyond the other cosmetics, 176 hours and running strong. So he's doing a couple of things, right? He's got the best bars in the industry, flex bars. You notice that? I, I did a good, good job. Yeah, yeah. thank That's you. Thumbs up you. from over here. Uh, I like the Cherubis uh, frame guards. Those blend in with the bike what pretty is, good. What is AES? That's what I was trying to figure out. He said Team Racing Graphics. Oh, it's his team. Yeah. What, he, should, he should have thrown out a shout out to his team. Come on. Come on. Matt, can you zoom in on the AES? Because it has letters under him. We can try. I don't think it's going to be. Well, the best, part is, the best part about that was like, so Logan was like whispering at his microphone and you adjusted it to him. Yeah. So imagine the, the guy who's, who's, who's in his car right now or, and he, he's, getting close to the, he's getting close to the speaker. And then all of a sudden, well, the good thing is Matt's going to fix this in post, right? If not, you're fired and you're going to be working for Christini <laughs> like by noon tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Heather's, Heather, sa <laughs> Heather says that she says, I like that he has his weight as his number plate. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> oh, this That's is going to be a tough one. This is going to be so tough to, to judge tonight because I'm liking both. Oh, I'm shutting up. Go ahead. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, it looks cool. It's got some pretty yellow on the bike. What well, you, with, oh, um, you know what's funny oh, is wow. I hate I can't even shut up over here. No, but, <laughs> you guys are uh, killing me. That, so the colors are so Husaberg esque. I thought it was a Husaberg. I did too when I saw the picture. I thought it was a Yamaha. When you started reading, I thought I literally thought it was going to be a Husaberg, and he was going to disguise it as a KTM 500 and see if we noticed. Yeah. I Imagine somebody good. trying to pull that stunt on me. That'd be funny. Wouldn't have yeah. worked. No, it wouldn't have worked, but it'd be funny. <laughs> You're supposed to describe the bike. Oh, so yeah, um, for your podcast uh, listeners. That so thing roosted, right? Blue. What? Oh, you're going to describe the bike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's for good. Yeah. yeah, for the podcast. So Logan said what it's got, but it's blue with a little bit of yellow. It is, got, it, uh, is a KT, it is a KTM 500. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah. With flex bars. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I kid you not, when I heard his recluse clutch setup, that's so close to mine. I mixed the I mixed the, the 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 silver and the he said silver right I don't remember silver, that. Six, silver and metal silver. so I I mixed the silver and the metals with the heavier wedges yeah yeah not recommended by anybody but me okay yeah so it's just a good looking dirt bike with two wheels and his weight and his weight as his number plate as his number plate he's got team graphics so you know he's i want to know i want to know so at 335 i want to know what his height is also that would help yeah that'd be yeah height would help because you know some i've seen guys that are no i haven't seen it uh, have, have we have we seen the 335 guy that's like a full brick shit house Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> okay, so that's the size of guy that's riding this motorcycle, I hope. 
It's just he's definitely got different springs well, in there. There's he didn't. I wonder where you get those springs. Big boy suspension. Yeah, that's what he said. That's you. You would have to have that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. No, I've, uh, there's an unequivocally roost because of the colors, or no, it everything about that is just. I made my bike for me and I didn't bling it out. And that's kind of, that's the way I do stuff. I don't know. So it's, it's, he, and, and, he, and oh, it has Husaberg S colors. I, I, I'll kid you not. Hey Maddox, is this show interesting to you? Sometimes. Sometimes. So Maddox is our call screener who you are scared to call. He's nice. <laughs> <laughs> do you know we're doing a, you're not a motorcycle rider. No. Yet. He's, he wants to. Oh, we're, we're doing something just for you. Since you came in here and you've been such a good call screener and the fact that I didn't even recognize him because he used to have this, you had blonde hair that was like down here. Looked like a surfer. And I probably told you this, right? I said, where do you surf and prompt? Because I wanted to know too. He, hair's gone. He looks like me now, which is like a, not not in, a, in an ugly way, in like a hair quantity way. But... I didn't recognize him today. I'm like, who, who, which one of you clowns brought a, a guest to my podcast without asking me? I did that twice, three times. Yeah, but they were hot chicks, so it was cool. So that was once. That was normal. So, anyways, we're doing a beginner bike comparison, and you're going to be blown away by how many cool bikes we've got coming for this thing. It's Matt's job, as long as he's still working for me yep. in 12 hours from now. Uh, we've got. Like we're gonna get a, an E free ride. We're getting, we have a Honda CRF 250 F Beta X trainer, 300 CC two stroke. Bob, I may have already bought this bike. I don't know. You never know. I think we have a KLX 230. Which is the one I wanted. Yeah, KLX 230, I think the dirt bike one. I, would hope, I hope so, yeah. Yeah, so we got some cool stuff. So you're going to get to go tell us how these work because you you are not a motorcycle guy. Brand new. Yeah. Perfect. You're not allowed to touch a dirt bike until the shootout happens. Oh, we can do a little practice. Actually, you you know what he could do? He could go online and take the Jimmy Lewis Off-Road Training mm -hmm. Beginner Rider course. Mm -hmm. At jimmylewisoffroad.com. Jimmy Lewis Off-Road. Yeah, jimmylewisoffroad.com. You notice you don't have a microphone. It's one of our best moves ever. We took Matt's microphone <laughs> phone away from him and gave it to Logan, because that way it'll, it, it's. But who's gonna? But then who's gonna ask about three D printing now? Well, nobody's gonna ask about it. But the good thing is, you know how like everybody's worried about using their motorcycle too much and wearing it out. Yeah. I didn't want that microphone to get worn out because I'm a cheapskate. Mm -hmm. So Logan, I gave it to Logan. And that way, it's getting less mileage. <laughs> kind of like you know you don't want to put too many hours on your ktm 500 because it might break or make a ticking noise mm -hmm. and if you saw my post on exc and fe what do they call that performance group mm -hmm. the one we yeah to. yeah that one you might know it is uh, do you guys want to get back to the show sure yeah. <laughs> uh this next person is uh rick legohoon I 100% pronounced that right. Oh, let me let me help you. I like to help Logan when he can't. I wonder what he's doing with that emoji up there. Rick Levong. Oh, that was way off. That's okay. I'm just <laughs> guessing too. 
Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a 2017 Husqvarna TC250 converted for woods. Okay, so so we do like his graphics package. I'm going to say it straight up. And if you want to support Dirt Bike Test, you should be pumping this too, bro. Because this is this is your month. Remember, you, did you help Matt get that thing up on the website? I did. So on the website at dirtbiketest.com, you can click over on the side, on the sidebar, and it says... Support DBT. support DBT. And now it's easy to click on those links and you can go through either Amazon or Rocky Mountain ATV MC. And if you click through there, it puts a cookie in your in your Instagram thing, Majiggers or inter- internets or on your grinder account. However that works, you get a little thingy. But anyways, click through that and then and then support us because you're not getting all this for free. That free. I'm moving my microphone because I see it there. How's that? Good. Okay, back to the bike. All right, so it's got a large capacity OEM tank, Psychro uh, Pro Ben Ultra wraparound handguards, a Cherubis plastic skid plate, electron carb, Enzo suspension upgrades, rear brake cooler slash heat sink, fast away spark arrestor end cap, ODI lock on half waffle, Husqvarna factory rib bid seat, O ring chain, and a one tooth. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there we go. Word of the night. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. Which one? It's got to be that one because I hesitated. Ribbed? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Logan, talking to that thing. You ate that tonight. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hold on a second. We have to, we have to pause <laughs> for our, <laughs> our, what did you say? our Cooper word of the night. So the word is. Let me just spell it. Give me. I just want to make sure I spell it out exactly the way you read it. The word is spelled R I B B E D. So it's a Husky Husqvarna. Can you say you said? Did you say Husqvarna properly? Yeah, yeah Husqvarna. Yeah, that's good. Because I have a hard hard time with that every once in a while because it's really is spelled funky. Because Q usually has a U after it. But anyhow, so Husqvarna factory. Uh, what did you say, Logan? <laughs> no, what did you say? Oh, ribbed. R- no, oh. ribbed. Oh, ribbed. Ribbed. It's ribbed for your pleasure. Ribbed for your pleasure. Seat. <laughs> yeah. It would be better if you had a seat concepts. I, well, I know. <laughs> Good job. You just bailed yourself out of that one. <laughs> ribbed. He's got, he's got tons of OEM alloy components. Oh. Alloy? Alloy. No. <laughs> no, see? That's, that's a good thing. He's learning. What'd you say there? It's helping. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you said it. You said alloy. alloy. So I said it right the first time. Right. Yeah. You didn't go back to the old that that was the that was the word of the week two shows ago. If you're wondering what you're doing, what we're doing, you're just stumbling across this stupid podcast, video show, whatever we call this thing. We're guess what we talk about in the show? Motorcycle and motorcycle related products, but there's life lessons but every Jimmy once in a while. Well, Jimmy likes to make fun of us. Well, if, I, if I didn't make fun of you, it means I don't like you. And, and I learned most of my valuable lessons because people thought enough of me to make fun of the stupid stuff I did and pointed out to me in front of me in a public forum. And I'm like, Ooh, I better fix this. So now we've gone from alloy to alloy. That's only took two weeks. Right? Yeah. Three weeks. You had to go riding a bunch to figure it out, but it worked. 
Yeah. So ribbed. <laughs> the next time we have a ribbed seat, that's good. Don't worry. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm tapering down where I was gonna go with this because you could buy some other things that are ribbed. <laughs> but for your pleasure, I'm not gonna introduce this conversation any longer. Keep going. All right. He says the Electron Carb is by far the best mod I've had. Thanks for recommending it several episodes back. I live in Colorado, and this picture is taken in the Rampart Range ORV area. We never talk about where we ride, but um, thanks for dispensing that information. I'm going to just, with a couple editorial comments before you guys do your debate, so start thinking about what you're going to say, Logan. You, you got, you got Why your, doesn't it have Can we have like a team play? study? A team study? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I, I don't know that I suggested the Electron Carb. I, I do say that it's smooth. It's very, very smooth. It actually makes your bike more like a fuel injected bike. But however it works, it works. I'm glad that you like it. And that's why we talk about stuff like this and try to explain it. So they're doing some some team study over there. It's an yeah. MX model. It's, it's MX model. So no electrical BS, he said. Oh, well, yeah. you, but you didn't read that. I didn't think it was very important yeah. until Logan. No, it's really important. No, the, 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 the fact. Okay, so. He has to kickstart it. Yeah, so he uh, doesn't have a Kickstarter. So we talked about that. No, wait, there was the other one that had the. the Billet kick or the orange anodized, anodized Kickstarter. So, start. yeah. So actually, that that brings up a good point. Like, would electron carb make help make a motocross bike better off road? And the answer is probably yes, almost all the time because they t tend to hit a little bit and have an aggressive power delivery for the track. So yeah, I think then I'm glad I'm glad I recommended it, even though I I might not have, but in a roundabout way, yeah, we did. George says, I'm going to be a good newscaster. <laughs> Thanks, George. Uh, Bob's raising his hand. you want to acknowledge Bob? Say yes, Bob. Yes, Bob. Jimmy did bring that up about the electron carb with a, a motocross bike off-road and how you thought it would probably help it, just like you just said now. Yeah. Thanks thanks to Bob for not doing drugs during the last uh, you know 40 years of his life. He's, uh, he's now remembering things that help us out on this show. All right, Logan. And Logan's doing a deep dive study into the thing. It has a skid plate. So what it do has you, a skid plate. So what do you think about the Moji? What do you think it's covering? I know what it's covering. <laughs> doesn't have a rear discard, but it has a front discard. Whoa. Do you imagine the weight offset that that would do on a bike? You know, a front discard and no rear discard, you could be going down a downhill and that just the weight, I could probably feel it wanting to flip the bike. Matt, can we get the photo up one more time? Yeah. Do you think the weight of a front discard is heavier than spring forks compared to air forks? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. Would air fork, uh, I'll bet you the disc, the springs, it's similar, but in a different location. Mm -hmm. Like it, I, I would bet that you would, Feel it heavier while turning, but. Ooh, that's a really good question. Like, would I feel it? Let's say, so you could switch between air forks and non-air forks or discard and no discard. Which one would you feel the most? Which one's heavier? Yeah, I know which one's heavier. Um, no, I don't know which one's heavier because you have to weigh it. But I bet you that the, that the fork springs weigh more. 
than the okay. discard. Especially, well, there, there's lots of different weights, but yeah. I think that the uh, it, eh, that's a good question. You know what? We're gonna have to go out. I, I've got a discard that has dents in it, by the way, <laughs> um, out in the garage, and we have fork springs. So, because air is zero, mm -hmm. and fork springs are whatever they are, and discard is discard, and air is what it is. So, this might be your next job assignment. You know, when you guys are sitting around looking at your phones, waiting for me to tell you what to do next. I'm waiting for money. <laughs> I'm waiting for an invoice. It's real simple, bro. Okay. You do. Your company can't pay if I don't get an invoice. Because I don't know what to pay you. Hey, Matt, didn't you give me an invoice last week? I didn't give you an invoice last week. Have you been paid? I don't think I haven't. He hasn't been paid either. So that's the way it works. <laughs> I think last week was the bill week. Oh, now it's going like due date. Like there's something we're paying 30, net 30 or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not an accountant either. I'm just a dumb motorcycle racer. Okay, where, where are we at with this bike? Well, he's got no seat concepts. Right. And he's got no flex bars. So, right. Endo. Well, well. Does he have any of our spot? No. Wow. Uh, Rocky Mountain. <laughs> that's Rocky Mountain. That's a good. That's a good chunk of the stuff that comes in. I like the 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 click through links on that. What that's about, about the photo? I like where that photo is taken. I want to go riding there. I'm, I'm going to go riding there in a couple weeks. Not there. Saying, not Rampart in Colorado. But he told you where it's at. I know. He told me. Uh, I'm going to go riding someplace similar to that. That's awesome. I hope his weight's not 654 pounds. <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> I know. Now we're going to start thinking about because I always ran like uh, 221 was my number, racing number back in the day. But like I weighed like what Logan weighs right now when I had 221 as a racing number. Wait, your number was 221? My racing number. Oh, it's, look at the pictures in the in the in the my wall of fame that I put in the yeah, yeah. the house over at the thing. <laughs> yeah. When you guys get old you and win a lot of trophies, you can build a wall it. of fame. Mm -hmm. Okay, so where are we at? It's got a really tiny skid plate. Tiny skid plate. That's moto thing. Mm -hmm. It's a glide plate. We call it, it skid plate is one thing, a glide plate is another. I think it's a glide plate. Glide plate. Okay. Cool emoji. Yeah. I, I like that he went to the extra effort to stick that there. I don't like what's underneath it. Heather and likes it. She says roost. Oh. <laughs> Since when is like my wife on the chat room like gonna sway your opinion? Heather's awesome, so I'm gonna roost it too. Okay. Probably get Jimmy, can you put this over there? Where put it where I need to put it? No, like over there. Over on the, you don't want to say it, do you? No, I just don't want to make I don't want to disagree with Heather. Oh. So you're putting it in there. <laughs> so now everybody knows who the real boss is around here. Uh, thank you. I like the extra effort. It's roosting. Like, like again, you know, you guys can just tell me to shut up. It's my show. <laughs> you Next. You wanted a street bike. You should learn some of the mods. Nope. That's all you. Oh, talking to that microphone so. again, Logan. Like, pretend like you're a professional. Whoa. <laughs> Jer I want to see this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 2014 Ducati Hyper Motard SP. I modif modified my Hyper right when I got it to be the ultimate light middleweight adventure bike that Ducati didn't offer at the time. This was a few years before the Scrambler Desert Sled came out. 
and way before the Desert X was announced. It has over 30k miles on it and a few thousand of those are four service roads, unpaved middle and nowhere back roads, double track, and even a little single track. I've done multiple state moto camp trips with this bike, ripped countless forest service roads, been up and down the west coast and have never had any issues with it. Even with these 50-50 tires, it still absolutely shreds on the pavement. The mods are... I'm not doing it. Nope. Cooper. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, come on. It's for the show. Come on. Tamogani. That's my best, Scott. Yes. Oh, really? Hold on. Give it to me. Taramani. Maragani. Oh, boy. Now I'm now it's the Italian. It's Italian muffler. Oh, boy. Terra term. E. Gnu. <laughs> Maybe Bob. Termagaloni. Boy, it's it's a hard one. You know, I, I, I'm going to give you I'm going to give that was what did you say? Termagani? Yeah. No, Terra. Sure, the the chat's gonna help us out here. Maybe we can type it in. Um, I th I think it's it's definitely one of those words that's pronounced a little bit different than it reads, but it's big in the Ducati world. Somebody has to phonetically spell it out for us dumb dirt bike riders. This is they are not in the in the off road market at all. So I'm gonna give you guys a pass, and I'm gonna just blame myself for not knowing how to say it. And I don't know if he spelled it properly. I literally think it's because the way he's spelling, I'm going to read it out. It's term I gn oni. Terminagoni. Matt's doing a little bit of work over on the side like a good producer should. He's checking us I out. I don't know how to right. take it apart. Terminagoni. How do you say it? So they should, if you have a name like that, it's like a Churby's. So, like, a Cherbies has a shirt that has a, a chair and an A, a chair, and some Bs. Ooh, Ricky a chair Bs. Oh, what the hell? Terminomi. <laughs> Terminomi. Term hey, that's what they, they have those on the on the factory <laughs> Honda rally bike, right, Ricky? <laughs> Terminomi. It sounded like this. What the hell? It sounded like the, what? <laughs> Thanks, Curly. I, and and no, yeah, no, notice how I say his name, Curly. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I you know keep screwing up all the time. How do you but say that word? How do you say his first name? I'd say Curly. It's Kyler. Kyler. Yeah. What? Yeah, actually, those are, those Mr. are the, Stoker. Those are the mufflers Ricky has on a on his rally bike, factory rally bike that he's actually riding this week out in the desert someplace secretly. Super top secret. So, okay, so keep going, moving along. Full titanium exhaust with, that was ceramic coated black. ECU flashed at the dealer. Skid plate by oh, SW Motec. Right. Wolfman Enduro tank bag and peak tail bag. Continental TKC80 front tire, Kenda k784 rear tire works. cyclops adv sports led headlight bulb amazon aux lights auxiliary lights uh speedy mode up toe frame and axle sliders 2018 plus 
hypermotard metal handguards, RNG radiator guards, EBC front brake rotors, Ducati carbon mini wind fairing, Ducati hyperstrata rear grab slash cargo bars, tidy tail by new range. Oh, come on. I wanted, like, I wanted <laughs> you to pass that along to see how we could see if there's an improvement in the, what's that one? Yeah, he knows. He already knows. No, that one. The hyperstranda. That's close enough. Hyperstrata. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh wow. The chat room lit up. <laughs> are you, are you marking as spam? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah. These are ones for Logan to read usually. I usually have him read these. <laughs> you got to read the emojis? No, just skip that stuff. Go ahead. Talk about it. Um, that is – so that's that's an adventure bike. And the, the one thing that stands out – do you see what tires you had on it? Yeah. Kenda. Kenda big blocks. No. No? no? He K784. should. Rear. And, and then, then a T yeah. TKC eight. Oh, so he has the Kenda big block on the front. No, no, on the rear. He has the Kenda big block on the rear and the TKC eighty on the front. Interesting. Do you notice something interesting about the back of that bike? Yeah, it's got some spokes and a missing one. It's missing no, the he's swing missing arm. A swing arm, yeah. Single sided swing arm, which is you know it's a BMW thing, it's like a, a Ducati thing. Oh, it's a it's you know it's a interesting concept you know that wheel comes right off the side it's like you could nascar to like take that wheel right off it slides on spines and everything that's dope yeah when will dirt bikes have those huh i raced i, I raced a dirt bike this. across baja with that single-sided swing arm except we didn't have a single nut we had like you know five or five i think five lugs five is that a little black thing for when you drop it, it doesn't hurt the bike no um it could be where you sometimes you they have stands. They're they're if you crash on the road, you want the bike to slide. Yeah. Instead of digging into stuff, sometimes those are skid pads for that. But they also a lot of times your stand hooks up into those pegs and that picks the bike up. And since the actually as went on the rear swing arm, so sometimes they hook on the rear swing arm, or sometimes you have a center stand. But I'm not going to kid you. That thing looks badass. Mm -hmm. It does. And, and this guy cool. has some photography skills. Based look on those mountains, it, you know, <laughs> look at those what mountains. Oh, I thought you said melons. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Logan, remember that time we rode to Jugs, Idaho, or Jugs, Nevada? Yeah. Yeah. Logan, Logan said, hey, let's go right out here. We rode all the way out into the middle of nowhere to see some Jugs. What? <laughs> Jug, Jugs, Jugs, Jugs is a city in the middle of Nevada. Oh, in the I middle thought of you nowhere. just went to the chicken ranch. <laughs> <laughs> So, I like that thing. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. it. Looks pretty cool. Got any words? Termin Yoni mufflers. Termin Yoni. I thought it was tele teleglomi or something. I, I man, I've I've heard it pronounced properly. I'm gonna trust Ricky's. Yeah, Ricky would probably know because they're on his rally bike, and he needs to know how to say it if he has to ever say it. So. Mm -hmm. I think I think roosts. What does Heather think? She just tells you how to say it. I don't know. She sent a link to a video right underneath all the adult dating sites that just came across on our forum because we're popular with that kind of crowd. Here, Jimmy, you say your two cents on that. I already told you. Freaking roosts. roosts. 
The guy, the guy because shot of the it. tires or no. because of the picture? Oh, the Kenda big block on the back is roosting more than you know. That's what I run. By okay. the way, Kenda sponsors, um, they help out and support my school for sure. I don't see any other sponsored products on that, but I don't care. This thing, absolutely. Like if a dude rode up on this thing, you're just going straight up badass. Yeah, that, that looks pretty dope. It's dope. Yeah. What do you say, sweet? If you ever need more auxiliary lights from Amazon, Use the link. Yeah. Oh, he sent you links? go through dirtbiketest.com. No, he and all you have to do is hover over Amazon. the Amazon link. It's really easy to get to now. On dirtbike test? Yep. On dirtbiketest.com. If you need auxiliary lights like this guy has. What kind of auxiliary lights were they? Amazon. Amazon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just go through our Amazon link and you get the same auxiliary. He has auxiliary lights in his hand guards. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Do you think they're turn signals too? Could be. Could be sweet. Roost. Roost? Interesting. Roost. Roost. Yeah. I told you tonight, Matt, you got to put, you got to figure out how to, I know you do them in the order they were received. Not, but, th not tonight. Oh, you didn't? No, not tonight. You selected these. Hand selected these ones. They're all roosts. What? So this, uh, oh this boy. <laughs> this next person is a stranger in the world. Trevor Hunter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Can we rate this Dang, one? He didn't even say oh, yeah, what yeah. bike it is. Yeah. Endo. So he's endo. No, um well here's the here's the thing is he sent a couple in, I think. He's tried before and he thinks it's gonna get a different result. Well <laughs> he didn't there's, even there's say a, what kind of bike it is. No, there's a Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Wait, Wait, he does it? Did he yeah. submit it? No. He yeah, submitted no, this bike. Oh boy. She's got the okay, wrong so, seat on it. So let's let's just start straight at the top. So you're making model, my friends. Let us know what it is. Because is this is this the two fifty or the four fifty? That's the four fifty. It's the four fifty. Yeah, I can see it on the Oh, because it doesn't have a big giant dent in the rear wheel, so it's not the two fifty that he yeah, gave uh, us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. Um Awesome photo, bro, where it's so stinking backlit that we can't see anything. My my wife right now, my wife is rolling over and she's not supposed to because she has a brand new knee. <laughs> she's not supposed to do this. So that's that's horrible. Um, I like the DBT logos in it, but and I like I like a Churby's because Franco Churby saved me from a life of slavery in Mauritania. If you don't think it exists, uh slavery in Mauritania, just <laughs> YouTube it. I watched a really interesting documentary and said, wow, wow, I'm glad I'm not there anymore. Um, All right, so the mods are, it's got guts, guts racing, tail slash wings. Not as good as a, not as good as a seat concepts. Nope. Um, it's got a fast away Evo extended pegs, revalve suspension by TCS, pro taper bars, Michelin Star Cross six tires, WR450 flywheel, Baja Designs headlight. That bike actually did really good in a race. You can read about it on www.dirtbiketest.com. Trevor does the essential mods you need for a Yamaha YZ450FX. We should talk about Yamaha four-stroke motorcycles, I think, at this point. Activating an announcer bow. <laughs> no, you don't read that part. Just talk in the microphone. For motocross riders driven to dominate, the Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. 
the YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with powerful four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, both the YZ450F and the YZ250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphic package. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with Yamaha exclusive and industry only free power tuner app. The power tuner app is awesome. Visit yamahamotorsports.com today. Find your Yamaha YZ and enter Victory Zone. Dun dun. Okay, so that, that bike got pretty close to the Victory Zone. Yeah, can we see it one more time, Matt? Yep, I think this thing is... Uh, we like We like... We like Yamaha. We like Trevor. We like dirt bike test, but give me that thing. I'm going to send it right where it belongs. Because he didn't follow all the rules. Into the zone. Didn't follow the rules. And you can say whatever you want about me and sponsors and stuff like that. But when it comes down to the core elements of this show, you get put where you deserve. Hit even. Yeah. Know your size. Know your size. Follow the rules. You're not winning 100 bucks, Trevor. Send me an invoice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, look at George is doing his job up there. Oh, I beat him to that. You, oh, you put him. You put the. I beat him to that. Yeah. Our, oh, so that was our. I don't. I don't know who restream IO is. Well, you know, in the old days, we actually used to put the stream up in the top corner. We covered up the CZ shirt and my hat and the nice artwork that Ryan Hanna did. Mm-hmm. By the way, Ryan Hanna, you met him. He came mm-hmm. and did the school with his with his girlfriend. Uh, he's on tour all over the country and I've been following him a little bit. He's been doing a little bit. It hasn't been doing as much of his artwork, but if you uh, look at search Ryan Hanna artwork stuff, he did the, actually we should, when we get a good cause, we're going to auction that off. I'd hate to, Mm -hmm. but like, it's going to go for a lot of stinking money. Oh, that thing is amazing. At some point. Yeah. I mean, I are you sure you want to do that? I will. If it's for a really good cause or one of my helmets above it or something like that. Yeah. Cause that thing but, is incredible. Yeah. It's a, it's a cool, it's, it's very sentimental to me, although I don't have any feelings like in general. Yeah. Right. That's right. why I can be such a ding dong. All right. So, so who won? Yes. Yeah, so, oh boy. This is, this is where I have feelings. Yeah. I, I have my vote. I have my vote. Yeah. No way, Matt. That's yeah. That's my vote. I'm going to go with Chris. Chris. Yeah. The first one. Yeah, yeah, I like this bike. Well, the only reason you like that bike is because you you see a little bit of your bike in there. I do. But if you would have rode your bike for at least one hour more, it would be that picture, except there'd be a crankshaft pointing out at the bottom, a hole where the part of the piston would be coming out of the front of the cylinder, and then um, other random damage that you weren't aware of at the time. Yeah. Actually, your dad... So Jimmy, your dad, his name is Jimmy also, like was pretty surprised that he was still riding that bike because of the noises you heard from it. Mm-hmm. How come you guys didn't tell him this? I was in front of him. I, I never oh, you were. Oh, bull honky. <laughs> bull honky. You were in oh. front of him. Well, I know, but you, you, you obviously, you know, his, your, your dad talked about what the bike sounded like. It was kind of like a rattling mess. I didn't hear anything about that. Oh, it, it did. So, like, that's why I wanted you to ride it. It sounded like a like Christmas tree ornaments. So what did I say? So I, I hopped. Yeah, Christmas tree ornament. Yeah. <laughs> so so you brought the bike here, 
And because it, it was missing a tooth or two on the front sprocket, which had been fixed since I got here. That was the, so I can imagine how horrible it must be to be a guy at the shop, a mechanic at the shop. And the guy rolls the bike in and says, yeah, my bike's missing a tooth or two on the front sprocket. And then I would go look at the front sprocket and all the teeth are there. But that's what you told me when it showed up. Or, or that was the reason it showed up. You called me and said, hey, my bike's missing, missing a tooth or two in the front sprocket. But when it got here, it had all the teeth. And so yeah, I, I took it, it for on. a test ride. Yeah. Okay so, okay, so between then and now, you put a new sprocket on. Yeah. And I took it for a test ride. What did I say when I came back in? Um... Um, I remember. Yeah, add, add um plus one on that um counter. That was a good one. Yeah, we're already. That was, I a, that was. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. But it was. I was pretty sure. I was like, did you get the feeling I was saying like, what the f are you thinking? Was <laughs> did that come across? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you got off the bike and you were just like looking at it, like, oh god. Because <laughs> have you ever seen like um? It's um because I need to think about this for a second. The counter, like when the, when the thing spins and the dollars are just adding up, it's like the price is right and how many thousands is it going to go to? That's what I was seeing as I was thinking what this is going to take because it ran pretty damn good. Like the levers are in the right spot, the clutch worked, the brakes worked, all these things that, that are very important, like they all kind of worked. But having been a poor person in my past, like when I was 16, yeah, and like trying to ride every last dollar out of my motorcycle and having that like, um, we'll call it thriftiness, like try to get me an extra hour out of a bike, I'd be jumping something. Back in the day, we had double jumps. Yeah. Now you have triple jumps. But I used to find out like halfway up the face of a double or triple jump, usually double jump back in my day, might've been a tabletop, but halfway up the face when I needed every ounce of power, that thing, it decided like end game motor's going to stop right now. It's going to seize rods, going to lock up transmission. Something's going to break. That's where you find out like I was a poor person and I didn't do the maintenance I needed. That's what I felt when I rode your bike around the yard here. <laughs> it was like, I didn't know what was going to let go next. Like whether it was going to seize, whether a bearing was going to go out, a transmission was going to, all these different, it was just, there was so many rattles, clicks, dings, like vibrations. And we took it apart and, and, uh, and saw in the parts, we saw these different things. Yeah. It's a well-used motorcycle. You should have actually, before you brought it to me, you should have put it on Facebook Marketplace yeah. and said, lightly used by novice racer <laughs> and sold it. Yeah. That's what you told me. You were like, so we can rebuild this or you just sell it. <laughs> oh, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. So, so I don't change. It's not like that's, that's the way I feel right now, even going back and talking about it. Cause I don't exactly remember what I said either. That's, I just know the feeling I had and that was it. But since we're dirt bike tests and we want to kind of run through this stuff and, and uh, you know, you know, learn what it costs to fix things and how you can fix things properly and get some good, good parts and put it in and get it going. We're, we're rebuilding it. We kind of did that with big John's 300, but it wasn't nearly as bad as where your bike was at. <laughs> I think so, the bearing took the most amount of time. The, the funny thing is, is even when we took John's bike apart, which was a, a high hour, you know, 300 hour beta 300, even when we took his bike apart, 
the stuff wasn't that bad, but it all the same all the same stuff needed to replace. So you can just say, John, you didn't get the maximum out of your bike. I did. <laughs> yours was like twenty to twenty minutes to one hour from a super serious catastrophic failure of some point. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So the 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 parts we saw failing were the um and related back to the tooth out of the counter shaft was the output shaft bearing had a big ding in it. Like when you when you spin the out shift output shaft bearing, you spin it to go roll clink, roll clink, roll clink. Yeah. So you know when those teeth broke off the counter shaft sprocket? Yeah. It looked like just teeth broke off counter shaft sprocket, but, but inside the motor, yeah. it probably locked up momentarily and did a skid or something like that and a piece of a bearing. That was that remember that long yeah. piece when we were yeah. pulling it apart? I said, Oh, this isn't good. Yeah, this isn't good. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, cylinder needs to be replated. Of course, needs a new piston. The rod bearings. Need some welding, too. Oh, on the frame? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going to get to that. <laughs> it's, it needs a little bit of love everywhere. So that's where that's where his bike is at. And, and this is the problem when you're buying stuff on – you know, you're buying used bikes. You don't know where it's at because they, they can kind of – your bike ran really good. I could yeah. take it – well, I would have taken it for a rip up the street and kind of just turned it back to the guy and said, nah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. But I go buy bikes all the time and I ride them up and down the street and they look like somebody just like – they like cleaned it up with sandpaper and a sledgehammer. Yeah. But mechanically inside, it's still good. And this is – it takes years to learn this kind of stuff, but that's what we do. So, yeah, feel it very quick. It dropped that – screen off there so we can i want to look at myself on the internets okay well i was just heading up there so it'd be easier to remember the names oh because remember we were picking a winner and i went off on a tangent yeah so yeah. strange imagine all the the guys that are okay so here's 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 the way i'm going to judge this right now as i i have like three or four up there that i like mm -hmm. except for one trevor's is just off the thing and then we're going to answer the questions. We're going to go back to answering questions. If you're still sitting in on this show and you have a question like uh, Ham Harmick 98, we're going to answer your question. If if your bike is one of these bikes up in Rooster Endo, if you're on the chat, let us know you're there. Tell us which bike is yours and you win. Actually, first guy that's in the yeah. chat will win because I like I like the Ducati. I like the one that Cooper likes, the KTM 300. I like the Husky. Like? I like this one if you bought a skid bike. The MX one? Yeah. You like the... Wow, motocross bike. We asked uh, Logan if he wanted to be an adventure bike rider, and he quit. Yeah, he didn't want to be, <laughs> he an, adventure want to be an adventure bike rider anymore. Oh, one video. Rick. Rick? Yep. Rick? My Husky. That's it. Is that this one here? So that's mm -hmm. one yep. you like. Yep. He wins. That's how it works. There we Rick, go. you're the winner. Sweet. Uh, don't worry. Hit Rick? Yeah, yeah, Rick, just reach out to oh, me yeah, at right jimmylewisoffroad.com. We'll that's awesome yeah rick yeah you're, you're the winner of the hundred dollar tacomoto co that's tacomoto.co uh you're going to be able to go there and find well you can probably get a better front discard and mike does have a very lightweight option for one of those if you feel that it's important so he is in the chat so i want to know if that's what he's covering up of course oh, he yeah, is. is you think so yeah i don't know or he's just or he doesn't even have one and he's yeah. And he's just playing on us. 
Actually, Rick, are you? <laughs> what are you doing there, buddy? Yeah. What's the emojis? Yeah. What's the emoji? There's there's no discard in there, and you just you you duped us. That would be awesome if he well, did that. Is. That's super cool. It would have been better no, if he had like a George no. sticker. He does have one. Though. Oh, he does yeah. have one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Well, Take it off and throw it at the wall and, and whatever. No, actually, if you need to do it. So Harmic98, what's his question? He said, time to rebuild my forks. Are all rebuild kits the same quality? So we talked about this many times on this show, different times. If you're the kind of guy that can go make fork seals leak after two rides, it doesn't matter which kit you use whether it's wheel bearings or fork seal rebuild kits or fork complete rebuild kits, all these different things. I think it's more the rider than the kit. Most of these kits actually really do strive to, 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 to do it. And you can sort of weigh everything out on the price. You know, when you see something that's way too inexpensive, too good to be true. Something that's really expensive, probably at a level that you're not necessarily going to feel. So, you know, kind of look at, you know, look at the prices and uh, go through RockyMountainMC.com. Yeah. Yep. Use yeah. the drop down link. Yeah. Use the drop down. test.com. Because if you do, you're supporting this month, you're supporting Cooper. Yeah. We every, made it nice and easy. Every extra dollar that we make on that is going to Cooper. And we're going to send him to uh, reading to speech therapy classes. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um is anything else we have to cover here tonight? Oh, product of the week. Product, product of the week. week. Which I, I pulled it up for you here. Okay, so the cost on this sucker is, this is the Taco Moto Co. So I'm holding in my hand, what does this thing weigh? A few ounces? A mm. hundred bucks. Ooh, not oh. not cheap. Wow, I didn't expect that. that. I was I was expecting <laughs> 70 bucks. So a hundred is pretty pricey, but it's an all-in-one thing. Does it, it has the, the diode in it yep. th that makes it. So the biggest problem when you go to LED stuff on your normal bike is that the, the, the flasher doesn't work anymore. You don't know this because you only ride motocross bikes that are converted to off-road. Yeah. Logan's yeah. like going, huh? What? <laughs> you, I need to choke you, on. Yeah, you're, you're sitting a little too close. You're within reach. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, bolt-on application. Uh, just, man, this thing would take, after you break your turn signals off, all you have to do is just leave the stumps that are left there. I've done that a couple times. Inducted on my bikes? A couple. Oh, okay. I've broken a couple prototypes. Wow. Well, uh, you, just put that on your invoice, and that, that goes in the negative column. That was uh, yeah. a couple invoices ago. A couple invoices ago like that I haven't received. 12. Actually, you, you don't want to know what the piece you broke on that on that KTM 390 cost. Because it, it's funny because if it would have just broke the the just the turn signal or the mount or whatever, but it actually broke this internal, this bigger thing. Remember all the stuff we were taping? Yeah. Okay, good. So back to these things. <laughs> Tacomoto.co. These are the TMC fork wrap signals. Yes, Bob? If it's totally plug and play, it's cheap. It's totally – Yeah. Exactly. And it's exactly what Bob says. If it's totally plug and play at 99 bucks, it's super cheap because turn signals probably cost you minimum. If you go on Amazon and try to figure something out and you're going to get two wires, you're going to have to. That was your, that was oh, your voice of Matron. I know I should have turned it off. Now my feet are going to talk like the devil. <laughs> <laughs> or or Santa Pete's going to go have a 
We have centipedes in here. You notice that? I, I try so, to yeah. I try to keep all the you you wouldn't believe the damn spider that fell out of my boot the other day, like a vinegaroon kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Gnarly. So back to these things. If you took the time, and you know you know what my day rate is. It's like five dollars an hour is what I make. It would take me at least two hours to figure out how to get these connectors hooked up. So that's ten bucks. But you at your sixteen dollars an hour, that's a lot more. But it takes you seven hours to figure out how to put these things on here. So net net, these are a bargain at ninety nine bucks, and they they look cool and they bolt on. And we haven't tested them yet, but we're sure gonna. I'm gonna let you one of you guys plug and play these things. And we're going to find out how much mechanical skill you need to do it. Does he still give you the candies? I think I got this one. Hey, when you buy tacomoto.co stuff, you get root beer candies in there. Yeah. Or sour. No, that's BBR. Oh. Hey, if you want to learn how to pump up your little XR100 or TTR125, BBR has some kits for you. There's a test on dirtbiketest.com. And they send you sour candies that are so gnarly, you put them in your mouth. Do you guys eat sour one of those? Uh, Kylie did. Yeah. Yeah. I've had them before. That Those are cool. sour. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was getting sick. <laughs> Not as good as the Takamoto ones. No. <laughs> so, okay. Are we about ready to wrap this this uh, show up? I think we are. Because I saw you falling asleep. Were you falling asleep over there? There's a moment there. What, do you have to get – do you have a job tomorrow? you have to go to a work, a new job? Yeah, try to <laughs> try to get DBT on top of the – the top motor media outlet. Yeah, the the best. This is the best motorcycle show you can listen to right now that I'm doing live. <laughs> Number one motorcycle show hosted in Pearl. Yeah, it is for sure. There's no way it could be better. Okay, everybody. Hey, thanks for joining in. Glad you stuck around. If you're still listening to this, whether it's on the podcast and live people. Awesome. Thanks for all the chats, uh, questions. Thanks for not calling into the show on our on our seat concepts hot seat hotline yeah best seats i know it's the hot seat and everybody thinks they're going to get like raked over the coals next time bob i'm going to give you the number we're going to have you step outside and you're going to call into the show that way we can't video you but i'm i'm still thankful to seat concepts because not only do i have a seat coming for my tenere 700 i chose the rally seat the rally tall actually Mm -hmm. but you saw how much I sat down, which is abnormal, on that KTM 390. I also saw how much you sat down on the Tenere 700 when I was on the back of it. Oh, on the back. For my life. When did we do that? <laughs> the slow race. At oh, yeah. We borrowed one. Yeah. Well, I couldn't stand up with you on the back. You guys were double? We lost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we lost the competition because Logan tipped us over. We also uh, went for a whole shot. Well, yeah, I, I was saying, well, I can't help myself, you know, line it, put everybody in line. I was going to whole shot the thing and go in. Then we went into the, we went into the, it's, it's a long story, but Logan tipped me over. <laughs> so I'm blaming that, but we didn't have a seat concept seat. Had we had a seat concept seat, I would have had more maneuverability and more comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> so, uh, Hey Mark, good. Uh, thanks for joining in. Thanks Dennis. All the, the, the locals that have been supporting us forever. If you have any questions for us, put them in the uh, chat, in the comments, wherever you're listening to this, following this. Um, it sure helps us out. Uh, www.dirtbiketest.com. You can find us on YouTube, on Facebooks. You can follow Matt on Twitch where he games. It's what called night, what MX night? Coach, right? MX, MX no, Coach. Riding Coach. Oh. Riding Coach on, on Twitch. Twitch.tv yeah. Twitch. Yeah. Twitch. Yeah. Twitch. Yeah. Twitch. Yeah. slash Riding Coach. If you donate enough money to him, 
uh, that's claps or something. You give him claps and he makes money. And he has to do yeah. he has to do push ups. Oh yeah, that was that was cool. Oh yeah, no, my my chat towards the end of my stream, they'll they'll just give me a full blown workout. Workout, yeah, push ups. Yeah. Late lately, they've been forcing me to do yoga workouts. Oh, you know, that's been yeah. the new thing. So. That's really weird. That's that's <laughs> kind of strange to me. No, it's, let's see it's the tree. Funny. Let's see the tree. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, go to www.jimmylewisoffroad.com to learn how to be a better rider, especially if you're a beginner rider. We have a beginner rider thing. So if you want to teach somebody else how to ride, save yourself a horrible relationship and just pay the forty bucks and let us do the hard work. And then you can actually right now we have free online coaching. If you're listening to this thing pretty close, there's a there's a way you can go in there. And now we're kind of doing some beta testing on some online coaching. You get like hundreds of dollars of free coaching yep. for free. So I have that's one guy who's very thrilled about it. We made him a better rider. Oh, no, he was. Yeah, I know. He was super appreciative of it. And he's actually really stoked on on the on the whole concept. Hey, I know it works or I wouldn't do it because yeah. you see me just trying to make money here. Right, right. Right. It's <laughs> that's really I'm not very good yeah. at that. But we like to produce a quality product. Cletus, thanks for joining in tonight. I know it was a little rough. We beat up on you when you weren't here. Yeah. You're going to have to go back and listen to those podcasts. But I'm 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 very happy that your pronunciation has come a long ways learning yeah alloy mates <laughs> okay logan you're talking more that's good yeah the growth is substantial it's it's awesome. pinch him yeah, are we going to go riding on thursday that's the question yeah we're going to do a photo shoot sure photo shoot yeah awesome there will be, there'll be no ridicule <laughs> I have to lie. I'm, I'm lying. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're gonna do good. Uh, Matt, thanks for doing whatever you did tonight. Two buttons. Quitting. Yeah, yeah quitting. Yeah, going to join Christine. Thanks for the help out, Maddox, with the uh, with the answering all those calls. Yeah. Lucky you didn't have to babysit. Right, Logan. Real lucky. Yeah, Big John <laughs> bringing his, his little kids in here. They're tearing the place apart. I made him run figure eights. So figure eights in the living room. No, in your on your track. <laughs> Did oh, you really? Oh. <laughs> I mean, sure they squashed down the berms. Oh yeah, it, they're muddy right now. Nice. Bob, nice to see you again. And Ned, did he die? No, he drove him out of here. He drove him out of here. Yeah, it's such an awesome show. Well, I mean, you know how it goes. So, uh, thank Rick. We're ribbed for the win. It's awesome, and we will uh, see everybody out in the trail next week. Cheers.